Welcome to the KML Messcast. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, it's not that much to ask. It's so goddamn rude. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? Playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. And now, your 2016 champion, soon-to-be two-time champion, and host, Maine. I wish that was true. I wish it was true that I was soon to be the two-time champion. Unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, oh Look my this god, team. we're getting right into stuff. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right up front. I didn't win last week. And I'm not happy about it. So I'm going to try to breeze... I'm going to try to breeze through the recaps, but I feel... I feel like it's my duty as as the host, as the steward of the Methcast, boy. (laughs) Methcast would be an entirely different podcast. As a steward of the Methcast, I feel like it's my duty to bring on the champion, to give him his due, to give him the chance to talk about what happened last week. But, But yeah, it didn't go well for me. Got second place, not the two-time. Uh, but okay, so we're going to get him on. Just, I'm going to give you a recap. I'm going to get him on. We're going to talk about what happened in both the first place and second place, third place games. Uh, and then I want to do kind of a recap. I want to go through. This is going to be a long podcast, so, you know, we pack a lunch. Uh, I want to do a recap, kind of team by team, end of season, look at your drafts, see how the prediction was. I think we want to talk about your best move of the year, your worst move of the year, and then kind of final thoughts. Uh, actually, let me reverse those. Worst move, and then best move. And then final thoughts, kind of a wrap-up on uh, on each team. Just kind of, you know, put a bookend on the season. Uh, so it's going to run a little bit long. Also, just so you know, I had to shuffle some audio things around, so I'm not using my normal setup. I'm doing some different stuff. It's really scotch taped together uh, right now, so there could be some kinks. Deal with me. I know you've been here since the start, and there's always some kinks for us to work through, but I think it'll work out okay. This way, uh, my friend and the champion can and hear all the stuff that I'm playing at the same time. So still working through it though. Let's uh I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the crack. Cracking of the drinks. But it's gonna be so long I've got I got some drinks. Let's let's get let's just get Moto in here. Fuck. I'm not I'm really not looking forward to this. Alright. Hello motherfucker. Call in guest. Oh my god, fuck this program. Why does it automatically play the next song? I don't want the next song to play. I just want to fucking... Whatever, let's call Moto. Absolute disaster. It's okay. Hello's Matt. I was hoping you wouldn't pick up. Oh, you don't mean that. I was hoping... (laughs) I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Mr. Matt Williams, champion Matt Williams, welcome to the mess cast. 
God, that sounds so so good coming well, out of your mouth. Let's. Uh, I did not. Now, just as a just so you know, I've had to really um, rig up some things here to because I want to play some sound clips for you to hear. So, all the sound settings are new. Things are a little bit crazy right now, but I want to play. You know, there must be a victory song here. Can I can I play you a sound clip real quick? Please. It goes like this. Could you hear that? Oh, you know, you know what? Did you hear that? Oh, I want to. I've got. I've got three seltzers. So pack a lunch. So we're going to be into this for a minute because this is going to be a long pack at home. <laughs> I got a cooler sitting next to me, so okay, we're perfect. right there on the same page. So here's what I want to do. Just to, um, to fill you in, I want to talk about your your victory. I want to recap our game, recap the third place game, get through that. But then I also want to do kind of an end of season bookend where I want to go through team by team. I want to kind of recap their drafts to see how they look now. Then I want to do, uh, I want to play my prediction. I haven't actually listened all the way through. I just kind of took the fronts and the backs of where I knew stuff was. It's like a one and a half minute clip per team. Uh, see how well I did on that. Then I want to talk about each team's worst move, best move, and then thoughts. I'm going to feed you all this information, so don't worry about prepping anything because I, I trust me, I just prepped everything like 10 minutes ago and we'll get everything yeah. going. But new setup. You can hear sounds. Um, nice. What the hell was that fucking song? I did not have... Uh, here we go. Is this a... Uh Biggest boss oh. when I've been a trillion. <laughs> is this a good? It's a good victory song for you. Perfect. I thought you'd like this. Alright, let's book that in the background. Alright. Might as well recap the third place game first, right? Yeah, sure. Wherever you want to start, buddy. Fuck it's your show. Third place game. I hate this third place game. Mid third place game, uh, we had Jared C. Limbach going up against Gordon Lucko. Jared C. Jared C. Limbach changing his team name to Midnight Whistler. It's good to have the Whistler back. I got to tell you, I missed the Whistler this year. Uh, getting beat in playoffs, sent him to the third place game and changed his name to the Whistler. So Whistler getting by Gordon Lucko, it's one twenty six point five to one eleven point six two. Really close game. Mike Evans, Tom Brady balling out for both teams. Even Chris Godwin getting in there. But in the end, Midnight Whistler, too much for Gordon Lucko. And it was probably the way that, that the league intended, wouldn't you say? I, I absolutely agree. I think everybody's rooting against Rob no matter where he ended up in the playoffs. And everybody's got a sweet spot for Jared getting some money, you know? I agree. It's about time. Is that Jared's first money? No, it's second. He's, second the, uh, he's 2-0 and in third place games. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he's uh, he's got 500 bucks to his name. Good job. Third place in 17, third place in 20. So good for him there. Uh, that's about all the rest of that game. I don't really have anything to say about that. We'll talk about both those teams more in depth when we get to their uh, postseason recaps here. The championship game, though, the Viceless and the Cabo Ghosts. Cabo Ghosts got Kamarad. Merry Christmas. Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara having what the third best fantasy game of all time for a running back? Was that what I heard? Yes, second or third, I think. Motherfucker. <laughs> and you know what? I needed every bit of it because my team was completely in shambles. God damn it! Cable goes losing to the Viceless, one twenty-six to one thirty-seven, and that is on the back Ooh. of Alvin Kamara getting fifty-four point seven points. Ooh. God, it sounds so good. Cable Ghost did not have what he needed. Uh, CMC out. Julio Jones mm. out. Thomas IR mm. just and it didn't didn't come together. It didn't gel. It didn't gel the way I wanted it to. But anyway, um, congratulations on your victory. You did what you had to do. It looked like I might win. I will say I was in a bad way for a long time during the day at around 5 p.m. I was checking my Fantasy Pros matchup because I think the projections on Fantasy Pros matchups are a little bit more more um, 
accurate than the ESPN ones, and it had gave me an 82% chance to win at one point around 5 p.m., and I was like, oh my god, this shit's actually going to happen. This is actually happening. I was all happy, and then uh, I got the, right around that time, I got the GG Jinx from you. I thought that was a, a just a professional move on your part. Wait, wait. First of all, the GG uh, Jinx came around like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. No way, bullshit. Was it that early? No, because... I can tell you specifically, I was watching the first half of the one o'clock games, and I was so frustrated. I hit you with the GG, went upstairs, <laughs> turned off all football, got in the shower, steamed it out, didn't watch football for probably, I don't know, an hour and a half, and then came back downstairs, and I was like, I had a glimmer of hope after I stopped looking at it for an hour and a half. I love how everybody has the same superstitions when it comes to football like I did on Christmas of course it didn't work because Kamara ended up with six TDs but I watched literally this is not a joke I turned on the game literally the first play I saw was Kamara running it in and I was like okay I'm just shut it right back off again came back like an hour later turned it on saw like a quick pass to somebody for like five yards next play Kamara 25 yard touchdown I was like okay off again <laughs> I'm not and, watching anymore and then it just you know but I will say something about the Kamara game at one point, it shifts from from like being sad to just being like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like I'm just impressed. Yeah. Like if he had like three touchdowns and had like 32 points, you know, 30, high 30s, that sucks. It's like, ugh. but if you get 55, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> You're just like, God damn it! Like I just gotta like you know shake that man's hand. Good for good for you. Right? Oh, you mad? You just like you know what? That top three ever. Congratulations. That's how I lose a championship game. Unbelievable. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, I had all my guys going early. I had a hell of a lead going into it. I figured I needed about 30-point lead going into Sunday Night Football to feel good about it against Rodgers. Um, and I, I was close. I was percolating right around that 30-point. And then all these like weird stuff started happening. Like... It was all like, it's funny, you can see it coming. It was like Lamar Jackson, my, my quarterback was down on like the one yard line of the Giants, and I got the field goal kicker Tucker too. So it's like, he gets charged with a fumble on a handoff. And so like, that's like automatically like a five or six point swing because instead of getting like either the touchdown or the touchdown pass or even like the field goal or the extra point with the kick, like all these points just like start to, you know disintegrating. And it's like, and then the Washington game, you had the defense and it's like, you know, Teddy Bridgewater turnover, two points. And plus on top of that, like if Carolina scores, it takes away points. And it's like, oh, it's just like, <laughs> just like chip, 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 chip. And next thing you know, I'm heading into Sunday night football leading by 13 points. And Aaron Rodgers reminded everybody that weather doesn't matter. And I'm getting the MVP this year. So fuck y'all. I'm going to throw four touchdowns. God damn right. He did. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I was watching when I flipped it back on, it was like, I think, Washington was probably the last game going of the early games or one of the sections of games. And, you know, I had like Logan Thomas with basically nothing. And then all of a sudden they get into like a two minute drill for like I three know. straight series. Oh, no, it's it just brutal. like dink and dunk to Logan Thomas over and over again because there's some Meineke car care quarterback that's in there, I think, throwing the football around at that point. It was awful. So. It was one of those things, too, after the Kamara game. Like, I was down by so much. I, I just knew I couldn't give away. Like, I couldn't leave any points on the field. Like, you know, when Jeff Wilson, like, had a long, like, 30-yard run in, like, his body was in the end zone, but the t the football was out across the pilot, which I've I don't know if I've ever seen that before that they actually call that. But yeah, uh, it, but whatever. I, like there's like six points. You know, you just can't leave any of those on the on the, So I get six points there. I get like five points from the the Lamar Jackson. It's just like ugh. Anyway, it's a game of inches. I will say this. Let's talk about this too uh, to put a bookend on this one. So this playoffs was by far the closest playoffs we've ever had. It's been, it's ridiculous. Like in the first round, we had like four point wins for each team. 
Second round, we had like six points and three point wins. And then even the championship games, like our game was essentially a 10 point game. And then the third place was like a 15 point game. But that was crazy. Like it, every other year we've had like, you know, 75 to 130 or 80 to 110. Like it's never been just like razor thin every friggin' game. So it was a great postseason. Uh, and congratulations. I told you this privately, but I'll say it here on the Messcast too. If I won, I would not have deserved it. You had the better team this year. You did the better job. You did the better moves, and and at least it's the deserving champion. I will say that. I'll hang my hat on that. It, it, it would have been stung a little more if I was the one that was in your seat and I hadn't pulled it off. So, well, thank you. I appreciate your kind words. Uh, I mean, I just kind of feel bad that I embarrassed you in front of everyone three times this year. Uh, I was so hoping I like you would bring that goddamn uh, up. For, for doing that it's not fair mm. you know i could have thrown one at you and that would have been nice but instead i'd rather just bend you over and, and fuck you in front of everybody three times in one season so i believe you know. it's the first time that one team has beaten another team three times which is which is like literally the most you can do in a 12 team league i don't think it's possible you can't do it four times it's three times is the most you could possibly be beaten and uh you did it so Been all kinds but, of records this year that's all unbelievable all right let's uh <laughs> let's uh, threw me off. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into some, I guess let's get into some talking about some recaps, right? End of season recap. You want to do some season recapping? I'd love to. All right, let's do this. Weekly recap. End of, end of season. Oh my God. Fuck this new program I got. Okay, anyway. I'm already on the phone. You don't have to uh, First thing I want to talk about is when does lesbian sex qualify as sex? What's the line? Because like, you know, obviously like heterosexual sex, or even I would imagine gay sex, I think the line is when there's insertion into an oral cavity or other cavity of some sort. But with for lesbians, does the same rule apply or is it something different? <clears throat> I mean, I think maybe you consider it like skin to skin contact of anything below the waist because like you know? I guess my is like are the bases the same because I mean like first base kissing know. second base you know petting third base finger banging home sure. plate home plate like full insertion but like for lesbians mm -hmm. like where is it the same basis is like third base finger banging or is that still just like sex is that sex like we had sex last night I'm, I'm not sure and, and to be honest with you I'm not really sure where this conversation is going either no, this is just a aside. It was something. It was a oh. something. <laughs> something I was thinking of the earlier. Don't worry about it. Did thought you might have okay. some insight. I was curious to know what your opinion on that would be. Anyway, I'm not super familiar with the lesbian world, uh, so I don't think I can provide uh, any useful insight. At least we need a lesbian in the league. I feel like yeah. Vit would be the closest thing to a lesbian we have in the league. We should maybe we'll ask him. Maybe he'll, he'll know. Yeah, maybe he's into that. You know, you never know. Uh, all right recapping the year what order should we do this in we probably just from what the season was right in reverse order yeah sure all right so hold on so him pull this up uh pull this up so last place was rogers last place was rogers right he bites the keg yeah yeah he's buying the kegs let's listen to uh quick quick recap for rogers finish the year four and nine uh dead last place well, I'm going to get some of these wrong because it's updated for the latter, but that's okay. Oh, here we go. I can do regular season. Uh, end of the season four and nine. Ended up buying the keg on a tie break. Joel Stein was able to get off the tie break on him, and just things never came together for reading Dwayne Bow. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to my predict. Well, what's the best way to do this? You can tell I've really prepped this well, haven't I? 
Do you say you have like a minute clip for each one? Yeah, kind of when I went through and talked about their drafts and stuff. I wonder if I should talk about the draft beforehand. Okay, yeah, let's go back. Let's do this. Let's do this. So reading Dwayne Bowe, I'll talk about his draft real quick, and then uh, I'll do the prediction, and then we'll talk about best and worst picks. So just to remember, his draft, we'll just go through like the top guys that he picked. Uh, Joe Mixon, 41 bucks. That was a bust. Zeke Elliott, 89 bucks. That was a bust for all intents and purposes. Even though I pulled this up, Zeke had 184 fantasy points on the year. That was impressive. More than I thought. I think that's below what the expectation was, though. For know, sure. Like oh, he, my God. He was good. $89? Jesus Christ. So I mean, 89 bucks. He better be top three. Yeah. So I think that was his, his downfall right there as he whiffed on his first two picks right off the bat, Mixon and Elliott. Then he had the Seattle boys, Lockett and Metcalf. This is crazy. Lockett, $18. Metcalf, $11. What? I feel like something's up with Lockett. I mean, I know, I know he's kind of a boomer bust guy, but like he really hasn't boomed for weeks. Like yeah. Usually it's like one on two off one on two off some sort of variation and he's he's been bad so rogers had good pick in metcalf decent pick and lock it for 18 bucks he got his money out of him even though it was a t- you know infuriating during the year bell 22 dollars. there was a fucking miss but then he gets into down into like josh allen for two bucks unbelievable pick and that was pretty much it but i mean you can see it's easy to see how this team finished in last place when you miss on your big three running backs it's hard to come back from it really is. Let's Absolutely. listen. Let's listen to the Rogers prediction, and then I want you to. You, I'm going to let you. The ball's in your court. You tell me if I get a point or not for my prediction. Okay. And then we'll see how many points I get. I, I think I'm going to get. Uh, let's see. Uh, Twelve teams. How about I try to get nine points? Here okay. we go. Rogers prediction. I see. I see what he tried to do here. I, I see the roadmap. I just don't think it comes together. I just don't I don't think it comes together. I don't think he's going to be happy with how this plays out. I think he's going to be looking to make a move by week 3 at the latest when his team's 0 and 2 or like 1 and 2 or 0 and 3 something like that. I just don't think this goes well for him. I think he's behind the eight ball all year. I think he Here's what's going to happen. He's going to have a rough 3 weeks. 3 4 weeks, something like that. Early part of the season. He's going to hold on because he's like, my guys are still too good. They're still too good. They'll, they'll pull, they're going to turn it around. I don't want to make a move yet. And then he's going to make a move like one or two weeks too late where he's going to shake things up. He's going to move some guys out, make a trade with Jared probably. Uh, and what's going to happen is going to be it's a, too late at that point. He's going to be behind the eight ball the rest of the year, always chasing that seven and eighth win. Can never quite get there. I think he just misses playoffs. I think he almost, like I'm almost saying he'll miss playoffs on a tiebreaker of some sort. Like he's got the seventh win, but like somebody else got him in a tiebreaker breaker from like early season losses that he lost to somebody i don't think he makes playoffs again nothing personal i see the roadmap i see what you're trying to do i just don't think it gels the way you need it to gel oh my god you're gonna be why is it automatically playing the next fucking thing i don't know what the fucking saying to stop this anyway what do you think of my prediction how would how do we do there I mean, so the I guess the it, we're gonna have to do these individually depending on how much stuff you said because I think you kind of talked yourself in and out of a yeah. Point give there. me an overarching, overarching. Yeah. So overall, I'll give you a point on that one. Thank I you. mean, you say he's gonna miss the playoffs. Yeah. He did get into a tiebreaker to decide it. It wasn't to get into the playoffs. He got <laughs> a tiebreaker for the keg. So yep. true. Putting hairs, but I'll give you a point overall for Thank saying you. that he was gonna be chasing it all year and you know. Just not going to make the playoffs. I think you hit on it. So. It just never came together for him. It just really didn't. Let me, let me, uh, let's pull up. I'm going to pull this up real quick. I'm going to pull up all of the, uh, where is this? I want to see the moves. I want to do a quick thing because I, I, mean, I don't think he had that many, I don't think he had many trades, did he? Team, reading Dwayne Bow. 
All except, did he not have any trade? Oh yeah, he did, hold on a second. I just gotta spin that back there. Very prepped, okay. Transactions, what did he do? Anything major here that sticks out for best or worst? I mean, worst, for, for me, I think his worst transaction was just the fact that he fucking, and it's not even his fault, but just drafting Zeke, Mixon, and and uh, Bell was yeah. probably, I mean, he was done from the start. <laughs> he was just done from the start. Other than yeah, that, I mean, I get the the biggest shock is probably the Zeke one. I mean, mm-hmm. Mixon did the injury. I mean, he could have been better, but I mean, I, I didn't really have much faith in Lady on Bell, so I don't know. I mean, he wasn't like a guy on my radar, but you know, I don't think you put a whole lot of hope there. So I think no. Zeke's probably the the biggest yeah, shock so I, out of all that. Like I, I think we agree. Even though he had a decent year, he's not what you paid for. No. The worst the worst move was definitely his draft. His just he just drafted right. shitty. And then uh, his best move, like arguably, I mean he traded DK Metcalf for Keenan Allen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know I don't have the points in front of me. I don't know if that was at the point he did it if that was a huge upside or not. Keenan Allen, 195 points on the year. DK Metcalf, 226. So I guess that was a net zero for him, too. Yeah. So he didn't really make any good moves at all this year. (laughs) Bad draft, no good moves. Find a keg. Wow. He did get, he added Gaskin. Boy, Rogers. Yikes. (laughs) You know what? Tough year for Rogers. We'll just tack it up to a tough, a tough uh, draft. But even so, I mean, no trades. His his fanboyness gets him every year. Every year. Oh, and this one hurts too. Co- traded Corey Davis for Mal- uh, Malcolm Brown. Ooh. Uh, boy, just yeah, no, no good, no big trades. <laughs> Come on, Rogers. Shit. Okay, that's enough of Rogers. Let's get on to the next one. What? Who's who's up next? Next is Joel. All right, let's yep. get into uh, Joel. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right, Joel prediction. Oh, hold on. I don't want to talk about Joel prediction. I want to look at his, uh, I want to recap his draft. I had forgotten how bad this was. Oh, also, side note. This is, it was an interesting look. This stat doesn't mean shit. But what I did was I went through and I quickly brought in everybody's week 16 fantasy points and then listed them down next to the draft to see kind of how people fell out. And then I also summed them all up. I threw out kickers and defense because who cares? But I wanted to kind of see what the summation of the points looked like for everybody for draft. Where do you think Joel's draft ranked in fantasy points drafted this year? Jesus. Uh, you mean like out of the 12 teams? You're out, saying? Of the, out of the 12 teams, where do you think he ranked? 12. 12. Dead last. Not only that, he was dead last by like 300 points. Yeah. <laughs> so the best team was Gordon Lucko, drafted 2,200 points. Hot Shit had 2,200 points. Chuluba Batman, 2,150. Three Straight Up Life, 2,100. Jared, 2,100. Me, 2,000. Captain Scurve, 19. You, 19. Reading Dwayne Bow, 19. Team 88, 19. Then a little bit of a drop-off. Straight Bums, homie, down to 1666. And then Saquon Blockchain, 1384. <laughs> My God, what a shitty draft. Oh, that's terrible. Saquon Barkley, $92. He had 12 points in the league uh, on the year. Leonard Fournette, twenty nine dollars. He had one hundred ten points. He wasn't shit. T. Y. Hilton for fifteen. Odell Beckham for thirty one. Deshaun Watson for fourteen. That's probably his best pick by far. Yeah. And then other than that was just a whole bunch of nobodies. Cohen, Hines, Sanders, Moss, whatever. So I mean, basically, his team, his draft, he just spent way too much money on Barkley and Fournette. Really, what, yeah, what it came down absolutely. to. 
it's it's a little bit similar to Rodgers in a way, where like Barkley didn't perform, Beckham didn't perform, got hurt, Fournette right. didn't, you know. So it's a little bit similar to Rodgers, but at least Rodgers, I feel like, had some more trade chips. Joel just didn't have any friggin' trade trip ch- chips to even do anything. He couldn't even like make a move. So he's just he just screwed himself right from the start. Let's hear the prediction. See how I did. I'm gonna say this right now. This team might be the most infuriating team drafted. I just these like Hilton, Beckham, Cohen, Fournette. Those guys are gonna be so frustrating to root for. They're gonna be so frustrating. They really are. I just don't. I don't like you know. They've been hurt. I mean, when was the last time Ty Hilton played a full 16? It's been forever. Like he's guaranteed to get hurt, and I don't even know how Rivers can get him the ball. I'm not sure he can chuck it that far anymore. I worry about the QB play. And Beckham, I mean, I think we saw what Beckham was going to do last year, and it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Definitely not what you drafted him at. You know, so I worry about this team. I will say this though. Let me let me think here for a second. This is a fringe playoff team. I'm deciding if it's in or out. I'm going to say this team, boy, am I going to do it? I think this team is in. I think it's in. I hate to say it. I think Joel is going to be like the sixth place team this year. Oh, hold on. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Here's what's going to happen. Joel, I'm sorry. You're out of playoffs. And here's why. You're out of playoffs because... You spoke. You talked a big game about being big into trading this year, and I think that's what it's going to take to make playoffs. You're going to have to be trading. You're going to have to be moving some of these guys around. I just don't think you will. You say you will, and I don't think that their values will be correct for you to make the trades that you need to make to keep this thing going. So I'm going to say you're out of playoffs, not because of the bad guys. I think you're, I think your roster's fine. I just don't think that when a move needs to be made or when a tweak needs to be made, you're going to be looking at the waiver wire for it rather than looking at somebody else's team to try to make your team better. And I think that will be your downfall. I think you just missed playoffs. Like just like again, almost whose other team was it? Jared's team? I forget whose team I said, but I think it's on a tiebreaker almost. I think you're just out of playoffs. So I'm putting you out of playoffs. I apologize, but it's what has to happen. I just feel like that's the way it's going to go. Got reaction episode. Here we go. Next pick. All right. What do you think? How did I do there? I mean, you came full circle there. Thank <laughs> I God. Did. Because I did. I've I had a big fat zero for your points for this one. And when as soon as you said he's in the playoffs, I'm like, it started out so good. Frustrating. Bad TY. Bad OBJ. <laughs> just going to be a tough team to watch all year. And then you're like, no, playoffs. And then back out. So point. Thank you. I agree. And it, that's exactly what happened is he just never make any moves. Exactly. One trade, two trades this year, two trades. Good for him. First time ever making two trades back to back days too. Uh, boy, worst move. What do you think? What do you think his worst move of the year was? I mean, it, it's gotta be draft, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to blame or he does blame Saquon for a season. Obviously Saquon's going to pick up as the year goes on and not just look like he did week one, but he was acting like his week two, week three, and on was because Saquon wasn't bringing in points when he had six points in week one. I'm like, mm-hmm. it just Saquon didn't look good. The Giants' offense didn't look good. Obviously, they looked better as the season has gone on, so it would have been fine. But yeah, overall, his draft was just god awful, just terrible, and like shockingly bad. 
plus he, his he's another fanboy that's going to pick up his guys mostly on the Colts. I'm sure he probably had two or three by the time the draft was over. Two or three. <laughs> Do, would you like to would you like to know what Colts he had? Let me list them off real quick for you. T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. for sure. Check. Hines. Yeah. Then he also had Pittman. I was going to say Pittman was right on there. And, and Campbell. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joel, what so, are you doing? The bottom two teams fanboyed it out and got their guys just because they are so naive and only root for their own teams. Like So it's fine, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, he screwed himself in the draft. Yeah. He had no bait to, to trade with. Nobody wanted, but he probably didn't want to do it anyway because he thinks he's the GOAT and really good at fantasy, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking through his list. No good pickups. Uh, well, you could argue that one of his worst worst moves was dropping Young Way Koo. He had him <laughs> and he dropped him. That might have been one of his worst moves. Was uh, this the league he tried to pick up? Or he drafted Chris Thompson or picked up Chris Thompson? Yes. Thinking he was the Jacksonville guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was that? Hold on. He added Chris Thompson. Uh, for was that like, this one for like 100 bucks or something? Like he blew his load on Chris Thompson. If yeah, like. hold on. Shit, where is that? Uh, oh, it's bad. It goes in worst first chronological. Uh, Chris Thompson for $63. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. That's the worst move. That was the worst yeah. move. Chris Thompson for 63. I mean, complete 90 tilt. on Saquon and 63 on the guy that never played. Well, not even only that, but he had the other, like, what, 30, no, 29 on Fournette, too? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a mess. Okay, so that was the worst move. Best move. I don't even know if I've got one for a best move. Uh, no. He made two trades. One trade was Beckham and Sanders for Landry and Shark. That, that doesn't matter. And he traded... Uh, Booker and T.Y. Hilton for Cooper Cup. Meh. Maybe that was his yeah. best move, arguably. I'll tell you, when I was looking at the start for the show, the shocking thing to me was I was kind of looking at the points and looking at Rodgers and Joel and the point differential of points four between those two. It was, like, shocking how bad Joel's team really was. Terrible. Like, I had not – I mean, I knew they were bad every week, but, like, I thought Rodgers was close, and I think it was, like, a 200-point difference or something, like, for the ESPN scoring. Yeah, uh, points for bottom was Saquon blockchain, 11.25. I don't know if this takes into consideration ladder games or not, but uh, <laughs> Rogers 1,400, Saquon blockchain, 1,100. Oh, actually, I have that. I do have that. Um, Joel, 1,100. Yeah, 1,100 points to 14, 1,400 points. So I mean, it's crazy points. that Rogers is in the keg when he outscored the other team by 300 points on the season. Like, it just yeah shouldn't add up, but... He obviously got the tiebreaker, and that's all that matters. So, and the extra crazy part about this is Rogers had less points scored against him than <laughs> than Joel did. Look, I mean, look at the point differentials. The point differentials, Rogers' point differential per game on the year was four point four. Here's here's the teams ahead of him in order: negative nineteen point seven, Joel; negative eight, negative two; negative eight, negative two; point five, <laughs> and then and then you at seven. <laughs> down there <laughs> how did he find the keg yeah that's i, I was, it just started like glaring at me i'm like oh my god i'm like that's a huge gap like how did he end up buying the keg this, this is Josh. interesting too rogers points per game on the year 109 our four seated team vitali 104 <laughs> <laughs> football's so uh-huh. weird 
It's fantasy so football is a fickle little bitch. It's you know? so weird. Okay, so final thoughts for Joel's team. Uh, you made your bed. You had to sleep in it, and then you did nothing to find an Airbnb. You just sat there and, and continued. Yep. You didn't even change your diaper. You just sat there in your shit yep. the entire fucking year. Make some fucking moves. Two trades is by far. I think that's. I think that's the most trades he's ever made in a year. And it's just not going to work in this league. If you're going to do well in this league, you have to make moves. It's the only way you're ever going to compete. Okay. I agree. I'm getting the point for Joel. Okay. Uh, let me see who's next. What do we have here? Uh, regular season. Oh, boy. Now I've clicked things. We are so on point today. Uh, oh, hot shit. Great. It's Turo's time. Okay. Let's get the let's get the break. <laughs> I can't wait to be able to record these in person again, by the way. Turo. All right, let's take a look at Turo's draft. Hot shit. Derrick Henry, $75. Good pick. Adam Thielen, $29. Great pick. Mike Evans, $28. Great pick. That's actually, this is hilarious. Adam Thielen went for $29, had 209 points on the year. Evans went for $28, had 207 points on the year. So there you go. Getting market value from both those guys. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 9 bucks. That was a nice pick. Juju Smith-Schuster for $21. That's that's an okay pick. Ertz, 10 bucks. Yuck. Yikes. And then on that he spread around a little. Rojo for eight bucks, Cam Akers for seven. I mean, really no no bad no bad picks though. I mean he did okay in draft. That's okay. That's not bad. No no pops, but no, okay. I, I mean I think his draft was fine. I think I think he got nipped in the butt early on that like, you know, Cam Akers came on at the end of the season. I think Juju Smith Juster started hot and then kind of died off. So I think he was playing the like chasing coups up and down every week and trying to move guys around to make a team work, but if he'd just been patient, I think his team would have been better than probably what it ended up with. Yeah, I think so too. I think he did too. Let's listen to my prediction and uh, and then we'll look into some of his transactions here. Oh my God. <laughs> Overall, I like this team. You're really one running back away. Oh, hold on. Pause, by the way. Moto, it's first yeah. shelter's down. Okay, round to number two. All right, let's let's get let's start that again. Yeah. Overall, I like this team. You're really one running back away, but I see what you've done on your bench. You got a couple other guys. It's too bad about the Ronnie Jones thing because Ronnie Jones, I think, was going to have a nice year before Fournette got there, and now now it's now it's an issue. But I like the team overall. You know what? I think this team is going to be not flashy, but I think it's one of those teams that's going to win every every not every week, but he's going to win his games. Like when he wins, it's always going to be like by five, by six. You know, he's never going to blow anybody out of the water, but he's going to be consistent. And I think consistency is key this year. I think he's going to be consistent on his scoring, and I think he's going to make playoffs. So I'm going to put him into playoff pitcher. We now have four teams in playoffs. Yeah, I'm okay with this team. I, th- I think this team's going to be. I think it's going to be a consistent team. I don't see it being boomer bust. I see it being consistent. I like that. I think you can build off that. You know, there's like less things that have to go right for. I, don't, I see less less assumptions in my scenario for it to work. So I like that team. Let's go ahead and move on to the next pick. You can't win them all. Yeah, I mean that was tough. I, again, I just think to my point earlier, if if he had stuck with it long term. That may have been the conversation. I just think that he bailed on some guys early and relied on guys that flashed early to do it all year and got kind of burnt both ways. So Yeah, neg- negative eight-point point differential, 110 points against, 103 points for. I mean, 
yeah, just I don't want to say it was luck, but he didn't. Yeah, just didn't. He, he, you're exactly right. He made like the wrong moves at the wrong times. It, it felt like right. nine trades on the year, so he did make some moves. Um, oh my god, puked in my mouth. All right, looking through some of these. Uh, he had David Montgomery for a while. Traded him away. Had a big trade. Lindsey, Deontay Johnson, Cam Akers, Devontae Freeman for Colts, Jackson, Kymie, and Madison, mm-hmm. whatever. Nobody cares about that. Um, oh, that was... Nope, never mind. That trade was... No, no that was... <laughs> that was the Tuesday night. That was the Tuesday night miracle trade. <laughs> Remember oh, that boy. one? We don't need to bring that up again. We don't need to oh, pick boy. that scab. Uh, AJ Green, T.O.A. Hilton for Jared Cook. That's a pretty good little move for him. Lamar Jackson for Ben Roethlisberger and Ronald Jones. Don't love that. Mm. It just never. It just never. I guess it never really came together for him. Right. Yeah. He did get Kyler though. That that was his best move. He got Kyler. He traded Johnu Smith. He traded Evans, Joe Burrow, and Tyler Boyd for Johnu Smith and Kyler Murray to Team Eighty Eight. Who do you think got the better end of that trade? That's interesting. Yikes! What was it again? Johnu Smith and Kyler Murray okay. for Evans, Burrow, and Boyd. I mean, it's got to be the, the first side. I mean, I think so too. Because I guess it depends on how late in the season it was too. Because how many weeks you get out, Burrow and Halloween? It was Halloween. So yeah, the other side. I think so too. Uh, he traded. Oh, this was a bad trade. Well, maybe not. He traded Lamar Jackson, AJ Green for Amari Cooper. Mm. He traded Thielen for Boyd straight up. I think that's when mm. Thielen was hurt. Okay. Well, this, he didn't. He just had a tough year. Just had a tough year. Turo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his worst move was. This is funny because I really feel like Turo's team. I can't pick out like a worst move and a best move. It's just like never like nothing ever just came like nothing was ever egregious one way or the other. You know, he didn't. He drafted okay. His, all his trades were fine. Like you know, there's but there's nothing. There's nothing that I see that it was like oh my god, I traded for that guy so cheap or oh he picked that guy up. It was unbelievable. Like just nothing ever came together for him. Yeah, just kind of a. A shit season. I mean, just like I think he just timing for everything on all of his players is just off. So I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, so I'm giving myself zero points for that. I got the Turo call wrong, but yeah, it was like it was like the snake bit season, and it wasn't due to yep. injury, which is really funny. Like you know, Rogers had the injury. He didn't draft that well, but I mean, didn't have he had the injury, and then Joel just drafted like shit and put himself in a corner. But Turo did fine in draft, fine moves, nine trades. You're trying, but like. Yeah, you're right. Just the timing just never came together. Just a snake bit year. Don't worry about it, Turo. Shake it off, There's buddy. Next year. There's always next year. Shake it off. Okay, let's go on to our next team. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <he>. Got him. <laughs> All right, next team is the new Northsider, Nick Minot. Minot. Okay, that's not how you spell that, but we're going to go with it. Captain Scurve, let's take a look at his draft. Lamar Jackson, 35 bucks. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, eighty-four bucks, worth it. Maybe mm-hmm. there, there's still a debate, and we were not going to get into this now, but there's still a debate about if our league is crazy or not with the running backs. But anyway, <laughs> Dalvin Cook, eighty-four bucks. Todd Gurley, twenty-two bucks. Somehow was like you could argue that was worth it. Yeah. Uh, Mostert for seven. Marquise Brown for seven. Who cares? Who cares? Cortland Sutton for fourteen. That was too bad. That was just sad. Uh, AJ yeah. Brown for ten. There's a there's a something that could be you know pick a, one of the one of the picks of the draft. AJ Brown for ten bucks is unbelievable, and that's about it. Where'd all his money go? How much money did he spend? 
I mean, 194 for Cook, and what was the Lamar for 35? I mean, most people aren't spending 30 plus on a quarterback. I guess that's right. Yeah, so he had Cook for 84, Lamar for 35, Gurley for 22. That was his top three picks. I guess Lamar played like shit for a long time, so that number's a little bit inflated after he was off his team. So that made it tough too. But let's 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 listen to the uh, prediction. See see how he did. I like what mine has done here. I think this is a playoff team. I really do. I think this is a good playoff team. I'm going to go ahead and pencil him to this. He is in a playoff scenario here. I don't think I like it as much as Bill's team because I think those wide receivers have a little bit of question marks. His running backs have a little bit of question marks. But this team's going to score points. I like the foundation. I think these guys can hit as long as Dalvin Cook doesn't hold out. If Dalvin Cook holds out and misses any sort of significant time, this is not a playoff team and this thing's in a world of hurt. However, I think he plays. Unfortunately, because I have his backup, but I think he plays. I think he'll be okay. So I am going to say Minot makes playoffs. Uh, I don't know if it's a championship team, but I like his chances here. I don't think... I, I think it like too many things have to go right for him to be a championship team. Those wide receivers have to go crazy. And Cook has to be good. And Gurley has to stay healthy to have a shot at this chip. I don't think he gets it. But I do think he made playoffs. Good job, Minot. Let's go ahead and move on to the next team. What do you think? I mean, it's a it's obviously a zero. <laughs> I, you were right on some stuff. Not but... really. <laughs> Everything I said was wrong. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I kind of forgot. It's funny. As that was going, I forgot about that cook was holding out at some point or he considering holding out. Like, oh yeah. 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 I completely forgot all about that. So I think that was a little bit of a risky pick at the time. Uh, I mean, Gurley lasted like 12 games probably. I know. Fell in the end zone all those times. He did. Okay. Did okay. 146 yeah. points on the year. So I just, uh, yeah, I mean, you were right on some things, but overall, no, you get zero. I get a zero. I agree. I get a zero for this. Uh, let's look at his moves real quick. What did he have for transaction counter? Uh, uh, Captain's curve, five trades on the year. Uh, let me pull up, see if he did anything worth worth a note. He did have a, a big one. I think he actually had three trades on the year because I think one of those, two of those trades were the, were the spiteful, the spiteful trade. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Midnight Whistler, Madison and Goff for Newton and Shepard. Nobody cares about that trade. That ended up being yep. just a non-factor all the way around. Um, that was the Tuesday night trade there. Oh, here was the big one he made. Okay, here's here's the here was his big his big shoot his shot and back in October. He traded Debo Samuel, Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown, Dalvin Cook, and Darton, Dalton Schultz. For Kittle, Cooks, Mahomes, and Diggs. So Samuel, Jackson, Brown, and Cook for Kittle, Cooks, Mahomes, and Diggs. Jesus. I don't know who got the better in that trade. Yeah. I'm sitting there trying to that too. I'm like, I, I don't know which one's better. I, I, I mean, guess probably... Mah- Mahomes over Jackson. Right. And you mm-hmm. lose Kittle for how many weeks? I know, a lot. Too many is what it came down yeah. to. I think that's going to be the deciding factor is he lost Kittle for yeah. enough weeks that they made that trade. Exactly. Uh, lopsided. So. so that was, that was his worst move. I don't even, I didn't hate it at the time, but I think that in retrospect, that was his worst move just because you, you couldn't play Kittle. Mahomes and Diggs were great, but you gave up Jackson and cook and Debo. But I don't know. That's still, I mean, that's not a, that bad yeah, a move. Say Debo is kind of a non-factor. He had like three games. I think that were relevant. So yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Boy, again, nothing, nothing really egregious here. Didn't didn't drop anybody crazy. 
it's almost like coming like a Turo season almost. Like he tried. Kind of an average season. Like nobody really went off. I mean, I guess I don't know. It's confusing to me that he had A.J. Brown at one point in time. I don't know if he finished with him. He did. And Diggs. Yeah. Like that's a unbelievable one two right there <laughs> no i know that might be my my one two next year you never know and what his and patrick mahomes was his qb right? yeah is that what he ended hold on that's oh. what i'm trying to figure out like how did he if you got mahomes aj brown and Diggs, like that's a huge chunk of points every week where did Diggs go no he's got Diggs. where did it where did oh he does have aj brown yeah, here was his lineup: Mahomes, Gurley, and then of course he didn't have another running back because he, he traded yeah. Cook, so it was like Kalen Balage. But then Diggs and Cooks and Brown, Gronkowski. It just wasn't. It just wasn't enough because he lost Kittle. So just the, the RBs killed him. I the mean, not having Kittle him. and then his RB situation. Exactly. Yeah, Gurley getting going down or doing whatever he did, and then uh, you know trading Cook at the wrong time and not really having the RB. If I remember correctly, he had Mostert right. He, I think he was hoping Mostert would come back, and Mostert right. never really came back. And so, yeah, he got bit by injury a little bit. You know, just didn't have enough depth when he needed it, and uh, and there there you are. You end up as uh, what ninth. Ninth in the league? Oh, that's too bad. Okay. Well, hey, my not good good year. Shake it off, buddy. Next year, buddy. X champ. <laughs> we'll come we'll come back. Alright, let's get on the next team. These nuts. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Got <he>. The <laughs> next team is our dear commissioner, Mike Wingus. Finishing in eighth place, six and seven. Let's take a look at his draft here. Uh George Kittle. I always forget he drafted Kittle. George Kittle, 42 bucks. I mean, didn't work out. Josh Jacobs, 76 bucks. I don't know if you could say that was worth it or not, but maybe a little bit expensive for Josh Jacobs. What he ended up on the year, 193 points. Stefan Diggs, $17 in the running for pick of the year. 254 points for Diggs on the year. DJ Moore, 24 bucks. David Johnson, 24 bucks. Surprisingly consistent David Johnson, by the way. Uh, and then Keenan Allen for seven bucks. There's another great pick. God, he had a good draft. Yeah, he did. He had a good draft. Did he trade himself out of all this? this of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he traded himself out of all this. He had I mean, Kittle, no, Jacobs. He Kittle and Diggs already. He so. could have had, hold on, his starting lineup could have been, it would have been Diggs and Allen, wide receiver one and two, DJ Moore in the flex. Then his running backs would have been Jacobs and, and David Johnson, who were extru- like, would have been top half in the league as a one-two matchup. Then he had Kittle at tight end. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, he traded this team away. Why would you do that? That was too bad. That was a good team. Mm-hmm. I know Kittle got hurt, but even so, like you could you could backfill Kittle for a little bit. He was okay for a while. Oh right. my god! <laughs> this is a good team. Very good. That was a good Very balanced good team. team. Good, it, like his his both running backs were good. All three wide receivers were good. So there's your five players. You got a good tight end, and then yeah. all he had to do was figure out a, a kicker and a quarterback and a defense. Oh, Wingus. Oh, Wingus. Okay, let's see what the projection looks like. I'm on the fence with this team. I got a lot of teams I'm on the fence with. I hate to say this, but I think a lot of this team hinges on David Johnson. As awful, as awful as it is to say, I think this team hinges on David Johnson because I'm worried that the QB isn't going to give him a lot of points to hang. You know, he's going to be losing points every week at the QB position to whoever he plays. 
Josh Jacobs can can you know? Oh, I, I don't think this. Is, I think this is out. I'm Wingus. I'm sorry. I'm putting you out. You are out of playoffs. I am sorry. I just because here's the thing. You're going to be losing points at the QB position every week, so you're going to be playing catch-up right off the bat. Jacobson Dodd and Johnson, they're good. They're fine. They're fine. They're not elite. They're, you're like middle of the pack with those two guys. you got to be like the fifth, sixth, seventh best running back tandem. Diggs and Moore. I mean, what's that? That's that's like middle of the road, too. You're like middle of the road everywhere. So your running backs are middle of the road. Your wide receivers, like combined, obviously, you know, Jacobs is great. He's going to be a top 12 guy for sure. You know, maybe even top six. But like, you know, your running backs are, are combined or middle of the road. Your wide receivers combined or middle of the road. Kittle's great. I should say that. Kittle whatever Kittle will make up for whatever points you miss up at the QB position. That, that will be where you start making up some points. And flex. You got some flexibility there. No pun intended. But I don't think Keenan Allen is exactly the answer there. Especially with Tyrod Taylor at QB, but who knows? Maybe they're getting some work in. Maybe they're getting some rapport there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think you're out. I think you're out of playoffs. I just worry about David Johnson. I can't trust him. I can't trust David Johnson. I can't do it. I will say this, though. I know you'll make the trades that are necessary to be made to get your ass back into playoffs if you need to, to make that run. Just as your team is right now, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't feel it. I'm not I'm not liking it. It's not as explosive as I would like it to be. I feel like a lot of these guys' upside is just like, okay, like what David Johnson's not going to be like a top 10 guy ever again. His best case scenario is like, what, like 14? You know, like a, like a good RB2? And I think you need one of these guys to pop. I think you need, like, Diggs or Johnson. I think Moore will be good, but I think you need Johnson or Diggs to be, like, an RB1 or a wide receiver one, and I just don't see it happening. You're out of playoffs. I don't love it. I don't love it, but we'll see what happens. You know, this is one of those teams that could go either way. We've seen it before, and uh, I'm sure we'll see it again. David Johnson, running back 24 on the year. I was actually hoping when I was saying that that he was going to be 14. I was like, oh, did I just nail that? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a point. Thank you. Um, I think you were, I mean, you, you've, again, talk yourself in and out of every point as you go along. But, like, <laughs> one point you said DJ and Jacobs, like, we're going to be, you know, average. I know. And I think they ended up kind of being average. You missed on the digs side of stuff, but. I missed I on the Allen. Allen was awesome. Allen was awesome yeah. this year. Uh, Moore was good. Diggs was good. I mean, he had good pieces. It just yeah, straight bumps. Six, six, and seven. Uh, lost out on playoffs on a tie break. You know, could have been in but there. Did but he make it? He made a good run there, didn't he? Like he did. a couple weeks in a row. He did. He did what he had to do. He just didn't get the help. I think there was like one win. I think it had to be Joel or something to get that like seventh win, and he couldn't get it done, and then end up losing on the tie breaks because he had kind of sucked earlier in the year. Uh, what did he do on the transaction counter? Come on, give it to me. League transaction counter. He made a shitload of trades this year. 13 trades. He was fourth in the league. Oh my God. Whistler had 50. We'll get to him. Uh, (laughs) only 13 trades on the year. So he tried to make some moves and they're big ones. There's too many to go through here. Um, I mean, this was, this was an early one. This, this was the one that I think set kind of set the tone for the year. And I'm curious, I'm curious now at the end of week 16 how this works out. Okay, so follow me on this. This is the trade that him and I made like the day after draft. It might have been the day after I said I didn't believe in David Johnson and then I went and got him. Uh, I traded him Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, and Evan Ingram. Four, George Kittle, David Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Stefan Diggs, and DJ Moore. I think I lost that trade. 
Oh, boy, I'm trying to write it down as you were going here. Sorry. I know. You just kept talking. I'm like, fuck, I can't even keep track of this. Five Um, for five. Cup, Godwin, Dobbins, Gibson, and Ingram. And I got back Kittle, David Johnson, Ayuk, Diggs, and more. Yeah, I don't. I I kind of like your side better. Really? The Kittle, Johnson, Ayuk, Diggs, and more? I mean, yeah. I mean, I like. I just Diggs was unbelievable at the end of the year. Moore is very consistent. I guess that's DJ true. was consistent. I mean, Kittle is the only one that like. I think Kittle is a glaring thing and all that because of the injuries and like. Yeah. You know, true. like J.K. Dobbins really until probably what week ten wasn't super relevant in fantasy. True. True. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I get so, better into that one. You know, like you're looking at it at the end of the season, like it looks different than like midway through for sure when you guys get early on. So. You know, I think at the time it was probably better for you. I don't know how it ended up. I mean, Godwin was kind of up and down. Yeah. JK, great at the end, but not consistent. So, I don't know. I still like your side. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm looking through some of his other trades. I mean, a lot of shuffling, but nothing really... I mean, maybe this one? This was, this was probably a bad trade for him. He traded. He traded Peterson... Malcolm Brown and Kyler Murray for Joe Burrow and Devin Singletary. Yikes. That's not a good one. That That's probably his worst no. move of the year. Yeah, that hurts. That's his worst move guy, of the year. Guy, guy, he's his guy, too. Why did he get rid of him? I don't know. He also dropped Jalen Hurts on October 11th. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely his guy. Uh, Jalen Hurts will be on the bums next year at all. There's no, no price too high. For sure. No price too high. Uh, yeah, that was really it. Boy, uh, for, for all those trades, I mean, he had did some big things in the beginning, and then other than that, after like mid-October, he didn't really didn't do anything. Those were of value. But okay, yeah. Wingus, uh, boy, where did it all go wrong? I don't know if I can really say this went wrong. I mean, I think he did okay, and he lost on a tiebreak out of playoffs, so I mean, that's almost like, that's almost just like not bad luck necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I, I think injuries and trades combined like all the shuffling bullshit like mm. i'm sure it got to him all right this also is worth mentioning too he did have the most points against this year averaging 113 a game next closest was jared had 111.8 against him so he did have to suffer you know people going going ham against him i mean so that makes like three teams in a row they're basically just kind of bad luck like had decent teams to start the year out and then Bad luck, injuries, trades, whatever got the best of them. Well, so. it's I didn't. I'm not crunching the numbers or anything, but I'd be curious to know, like you know, if Wings had pulled off one more victory, snuck in playoffs on a tiebreak, whatever, you know, sure. what it, what it, what it would have done there. But yeah, so it was basically just points against. Didn't play well enough, good enough defense. Need better defense there, Wings. Do better next year on the defensive side of things. All right, so better here right we go. Next year, bud. After uh, five teams previewed or, or recapped, whatever you want to call it, I've got three points. Let's see how I do on our last non-playoff team. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right, our last a non-playoff team is Scott Thoman, who was in playoffs all year, controlled his own destiny, and then couldn't get it done when he had to do it. Here's his draft recap. Nick Chubb, 50 bucks. Not a bad pick. Phil Rivers, three bucks. Who cares? Pat Mahomes, thirty-four bucks. Uh, probably, probably a good pick. I mean, mid thirties for Pat Mahomes. 
was gonna say, wasn't that where Lamar Jackson was like thirty-two or? 32 yeah, right around the same. Jackson, Jackson, and Mahomes went for about the same. What was Jackson again? Jackson went for thirty-five. So yeah, Jackson thirty-five, Mahomes thirty-four. Comparing those two, obviously Mahomes was the better pick between there. Michael Thomas for sixty-three bucks. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Amari yeah. Cooper for twenty six bucks was good. I, it's never understood. He always like brought up Mac, but Mac was twelve bucks. Like, who cares? What are you doing? That was just a stupid pick from the start. Plus, in all fairness, Mac was questionable. I mean, mm-hmm. and they knew it was going to be some sort of split, so it mm-hmm. wasn't like he was the premier back. Everyone no. knew that Taylor was going to fit a role. It was just so basically the three guys. Obviously. The three guys he hung his hat on were Chubb, Thomas, and Mahomes, and Cooper. I guess Cooper too for twenty six. But uh, and then the Mac pick was just bad. Try to spread it around this year. I'm actually impressed. I didn't realize that his highest bid was 63 bucks for Thomas. But that that really just did not did not work out. And then of course from there it was all downhill. Um, really no other people. CD Lamb for a buck was a good pick. Justin Jefferson with a buck for a buck was an awesome pick. So I think we can already yeah, say yeah, that his huge. his worst move of the year was dropping Justin Jefferson. I believe it was a drop, but we'll, we'll check that in a second. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to the prediction. See how I did. You're going to be hanging your hat on Patrick Mahomes at QB and then your wide receiver stack at Thomas and Cooper. And, um, boy, if you if you have an injury to one of those three guys, or God forbid Nick Chubb, you are in a world of hurt. So, right now, Scott, I appreciate what you did here. I see what you're going for. Uh, I just don't think it's going to work. You are not a playoff team. I need to hold on. I need to make a note on this. Okay, so Scott... Tap, 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 tap. Scott, no playoffs. You are going under the no playoffs section. I do not think you're a top team this year, and I think your moneyless streak continues. I apologize about that, but I just I just don't see... I think I think the I think you're hanging on by a thread. You don't have enough depth. I guess is my biggest thing. I, you don't have enough depth here. I think you don't make playoffs. I don't think you're one of the worst teams in the league. I think you're not a, even a fringe playoff team. But you're gonna fall in like that nine ten range where you're not you know on on keg watch or anything. But you're also not vying for anything worth a damn. So anyway, good luck with you. You're out. And let's move on to our next team. I mean, pretty spot on. Two points for that one. <laughs> no, no, only one. Uh, all right, I can't figure this out. You got that pen, that pencil and paper in front of you? Sure, go. So we're doing. He had two trades in late September between him and Jared. This is where they went back and forth. Oh, three, where for they swap people back and forth? Yes, and I can't. I've, I've never sat down to do this, but I want to do this. With I don't want to do this. I don't want to. Okay. Do it. I don't want to write it down. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, so we'll just go trade by trade. The first trade, which 100, percent I think he lost. He traded. Sammy Watkins, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Jefferson for Drew Brees, Odo Beckham, and T.Y. Hilton. I mean, that's a huge loss for him. Loss, yeah. Okay, but then a day later, 24 hours later, in fact, he traded T.Y. Hilton, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees for Joshua Kelly, Sammy Watkins, and Pat Mahomes. I don't want to talk about it. It, it was whatever whatever happened there was bad for Scott because <laughs> yeah, he I, started with Jeff, Justin Jefferson and Pat Mahomes and he lost Justin Jefferson and he also lost Michael Thomas, which didn't end up being a, worth a damn. But still, that that was bad for him. And then he ended up getting Mahomes back. Is that right? Yeah. So he got Mahomes back. They basically swapped Breeze and Mahomes back. So it was really <laughs> I can't I can't do this. Yeah, it's it was when I saw it go I through. I'm like, this. I swear to God, they just. Had that exact same trade yesterday going the other way. I was very confused by all of it. I, can't, I don't understand. But anyway, he lost Jefferson. That was probably the worst move of the year. 
yeah. looking through some of the, he was very active by the way I love the act of Scott this year 18 trades he was second in the league in trades this year love it uh, very active. I think this might be the first year I ever traded with him oh he did great I was so happy to see see him in the mix uh, really nothing else out there that was like worth a damn though honestly some baby trades here there Cooper and Williams for Jones and Bridgewater nobody gives a shit about that I mean just uh, he tried though he shuffled the guys. Yeah. He was there, too. I mean, Scott did everything he had to do. He was in the driver's seat, which is really all you can ask for, trying to make playoffs is be in the driver's seat. And uh just didn't didn't work out. But, I mean, looking through these traits, there's nothing that's, like, egregiously bad. Yeah. Boy, Average had, year. Fine. He's good. He had Damian Harris a lot. And so a lot of, a lot of Patriot running backs trading hands for him. You, you don't want that. Rolling if through you, the system. If that's in your feed or your timeline for trades, you're in a bad spot. Even even your trade with him late in the season, uh, Antonio Brown and Jared McKinnon for Ronald Jones. Like I don't hate it for either team. Like no, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, so he didn't make bad trades. He just had that one trade with Jared, which I don't. I can't figure out. I can't wrap my mind around who exactly went where. But I just feel like he lost that trade, and that was an early one to lose. And so yeah. I, I think that just kind of sunk him there. So uh, overall, good good year, Scott. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I got I to gotta hand it to him, especially since I think he showed up. Was this the one he showed up drunk, or was that the year before? Or was it this one? That was the year, that was the year before. Okay, so he was better this one. But uh, let me spread the money around. Didn't didn't blow it blow his load, and he got unlucky on the Thomas thing. If Thomas pans out, then yeah. this, team, this team looks a lot different, that's for sure, if Thomas doesn't get hurt for in sure. like week one. So good job, Scott. You know what? Impressive. It's better than I thought it was. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Scott. All right, let's get into our playoff teams. These nuts. <laughs> Got <he>. Got <laughs> All right. Who finished in sixth place? I, I now I got to go. I Can I ask you a question while you're doing this? Please. So, have you? I don't know if you tortured yourself in doing this, but it's something. It, I think it was the last week of the regular season you were considering or set up your lineup to sit people so you could change the order of the playoffs have you played out that scenario to see if it would have changed the end result hold on a second yeah what was that Mm -hmm. okay so i can't imagine it would have but i was gonna say i don't know the specifics of what you were trying to do exactly and how it would have all shaken out but i was curious as you said, talking about all this stuff, I'm like, I wonder if he's tortured himself to go back and see if if he had done it, if it would have changed the end result in his favor or if no. he would have won. I can tell you for a fact it would have been worse for me because I remember I was trying to avoid you and Bill and I was trying to get Vit or Scott. And I think if I had if I had played anybody other than Bill, I would have lost round one because, I mean, both you okay. and Vit went ham. Okay. So, I mean, I would have... Yeah, because I think Scott didn't get in what is scott score yeah i would have beat him whatever the fact that scott didn't get in i had to play bill because he was the only one i could beat so i mean i would have been out round one so it it all worked out if i had sat the guys i would have been out in round one so at least this way i'm in second place by not being a bitch and trying to skew the tables in my favor because you and vid had that 130 to 126 and i only put up 114 that next that the same week so okay so good that makes me feel a little bit better about that I, just, I think I get to see like you know I did the the game on Sunday night just being like God damn it if I had done what I planned to do it would have ended differently. I will, I'll tell you that I will say this. Over. This is uh, we'll we'll probably have another podcast at some point in the off season talk about draft strategy or something. I want to do better leading up to the draft next year and, and in person once the COVID shit gets figured out. But 
like I tried so hard to position myself with like trading for guys like four weeks out that had great playoff matchups. I always try to do that shit like really. And it, I always feel like it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just fucking dumb to do because so many things have to go right for that actually that scenario to actually play out for like you know right. I mean like I would I thought I, like I literally thought I set myself up to have playoffs with like Julio Thomas and CMC and they all had great playoff map I'm gonna have a fucking slam playoffs all I have to do is make it and of course next thing you know CMC doesn't play again for his fucking whole life and Thomas goes on IR and Julio has a nagging hamstring that he's in and out every fucking week so it never works out so it's like it's like fuck it get the points now <laughs> trade for the well, good guys now the only thing I think you could really do long term like that would be a defense and a kicker, mm, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, like mm-hmm. those are the only guys that like Excellent have point. the least. I mean, obviously, a defense is never going to be injured, but like a kicker, it's highly unlikely that the kicker's not going to be available for playoffs. So it's like you avoid those and you just try to pick the best ones for That's your a playoff great point. run. That's but, a great point. But even even like to that, the offenses can like change because I picked up like Browns sure. because they had fucking Giants and Jets and granted COVID didn't help anything, but still like all of a sudden the Jets are frisky for like the last like three weeks and you're like, what the fuck? Like you suck for the first 14 and then like the next two weeks you're good? Like what happened? It's crazy. And even like the Giants got frisky. It's like, ugh, it's just annoying. Whatever. Anyway, so back to <laughs> back to our sixth place team. Vitaly, our defending champion. Uh, thank God there's no two-time back-to-back. But Vitaly, who I think everybody thought did really well at draft. And I think he did. Here's what he did. He a, I mean, he did the same thing he always does. Like, <sighs> he always gave him a hard time. Like, no, like, big names, no glaring like $80 I'm going to blow my load on one guy it was just a consistent set mm-hmm. of players across the board does it every year Miles Sanders <laughs> excuse me Miles Sanders 65 bucks a little bit of a bust but I see I saw I, I see the, the process Mark Andrews 27 James Conner 23 Robert Woods 18 Jonathan Taylor 17 Allen Robinson 20 Kareem Hunt 5 whoo Will Fuller, seven. That was great until he got suspended. Dak Prescott, five. That was great until he got hurt. Yeah. Mark Ingram, six. That was a little bit of a reach, obviously. But, man, he had a good good drive. I honestly think he had, and I think I'll talk about this in the preview because I think we've brought it up multiple times, but, like, you know, they always say, like, oh, draft without the names. Just draft on the numbers. And, like, I feel like his his draft was, like, the epitome of that. Okay, just – very consistent, very like he his team. I remember leaving draft, not feeling great about my bench, and looking at his, thinking like, "How the fuck do I get some of those guys?" <laughs> I, know, I, I know. I need depth, and I don't like. Obviously, we'll go through my draft strategy here soon, but I'm like, God damn it! I was like, I need Vitz bench, mm-hmm. like to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I I just remember him doing a great job of like scooping up those guys at the end, having money at the end, yeah, to outbid people for it and stuff. So. Let's listen to the preview and uh, and see how I think he did. But God damn it, he's done it a fucking again. <laughs> again, I hate almost almost top to bottom. I hate every single player on his team. I hate their face and I hate their name. And I hate the t- I don't hate the team they play for, but I hate their face and I hate their name. Wipe those away. Just show me the numbers. And I love his team. I think he's a favorite to repeat. I said it. I think Vitaly is the favorite right now to repeat as champion based on the numbers alone. And I I hate to admit that. I hate to admit that. But his team, 
God damn it. I hate, I, I, even right now, I'm just getting furious just looking at each individual stupid little picture, you know, stupid little faces and their stupid names. Because each one of those guys <laughs> I fucking hate and they wouldn't play on my team. I wouldn't put them on my team. Even I, I'd put them on my team if I had them. But I would not trade for them. I have no interest in any of these men ever playing for my team. I don't, I'm never gonna, I'm never offering him a trade. I'm never even interested in hearing a trade offer for any of these guys because I automatically hate, don't want to root for any of these guys. But the numbers are there and I think he can get it done. God damn it. We're going to have to figure a way, out a way to keep Vitaly. Because even though it's not... It, here's the thing we're, we're getting at. We got what? One, two, three. We got seven championships on the trophy. Eight now. It's an issue for the for whoever wins the, the trophy for the second time already has huge bragging rights. But if you go back-to-back -back as a two-time winner, oh my god. The first two-time and the back-to-back? -back, we might have to shut the league down. That would be tough. That would be <laughs> tough to deal with if that happens. Anyway, Vit, the early favorite to repeat as champion, hate the team and love the team at the same time. It's my most hated team and my most loved team at the same time. Let's get into the last pick. First off, what do you think? Do I get a point for that? I will give you a point for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I think back to our point just before about the other scenarios, like, you know, if you had shifted things up and Vit didn't play me week one, I think he wins, right? So it's like... Oh, I, I just, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's good. Now, now, now... You know what I mean? Like, he was the second highest scorer, I think. Uh, hold on. Let me look this up. Standings. I'm, I'm not looking at it, but, you know, my point is, I think, to your your point of your prediction, I think Vit was very good. I think he had a rough patch mid-season or towards the end. It kind of pushed him down in the rankings a little bit, but then he came back in the playoffs and put up a good number. I mean, it wasn't like his team was struggling heading into the playoffs. So Yeah, he would have. So I don't know if he set his lineup with the round two. He would have definitely beat either Bill or I round one, but then in round two, he would have lost to all of us. He only put up 104. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much what we ended with because, I mean, he started all the right guys. So yeah, he would have he would have lost round two no matter what would have been the third place okay. game and then third place game would have lost the third place game too. So he he ended where he needed to. He sure. ended where he needed to, but still I appreciate that. But yeah, I'll give you a point for that. I think you were close. Thank you. Uh, looking through his moves, we looked at his draft, but look through his moves. This is kind of surprising actually. He had four trades on the year, which he doesn't trade that often, but still like really didn't make a trade that was worth a damn. Like I'm looking through here and his trades are. Let's see, he traded Mark Ingram for Cam Newton. Nobody gives a shit about that. He traded Tua for Cart Swentz. That's a non-factor trade. He traded... This. Now we're getting late in the season. We're in November now. He traded... He might have been one of the most inactive teams. Robert Woods for Kenny Galladay. That, you know, I mean, obviously didn't work out either way, but whatever. And then Wilkins for Tanyan. Who cares? So he made four who gives a shit trades. Maybe like three who gives a shit trades and one trade that could have actually been been worth something, but the guys never panned out. So he was like, he had a fucking deep bench and a deep. <laughs> he didn't have, but still, you think he would have packaged like some of those like to your point? You think he would have packaged some of those bench pieces with a starter to you for a better starter or something like that? You know, like try to upgrade a position. Right. But yeah, boy, he just had a frustrating team this year. I think he did. I feel like it, you know, like he did a very vit team, like you know, just consistent, gonna score the points, gonna be in playoffs, you know, never gonna go crazy, like never gonna bust. He's always gonna be like a, a bitch to play, but also you don't like ever look at him like, oh my god, he's got just such a ridiculous team. Yeah, he's not like the guy that hangs like a crooked number on people. No, he just, he's the guy that puts up 115 points every week, and you know you got to beat it's exactly. Like 
All right, he doesn't well, have these boom bust players. So you know what, Vic? Good, good try. You made playoffs. That's what you got to do as a repeat champ. You got to get back there, try to get the back to back. He did what he could, but man, I'm, I'm shocked. I didn't realize until I looked at her just now, like how little his traits mattered. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was uh, one for ones, no blockbusters, no like shuffle the decks. Just like little tiny, little twi- tiny tweaks. He must have liked this team right from the start. Just you know, kept it rolled back out there. So good for him. But enjoy fucking sixth place, idiot. Uh, let's move on to the next fucking team. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> next team up, Chalupa Batman. Bill. Fifth place. And I can tell I'm proud of him this year. Bill hadn't been back to the playoffs for a few years. Let me see when the last time he was in the playoffs was. He missed it in 19. He missed it in 18. He bought the keg in 18, actually. He snuck in there in 17. So his first time back since 17. Lost and was out in 16. Was in 15. <laughs> All right. So he hadn't been there for a long time. Been Hadn't been there for a couple of years. And uh, good to see him back there. Getting sixth place. Did what he had to do. It was actually a good good week 13 to get back in there. Winning his game. And then also getting the tiebreaker that he needed to, uh, to sneak on in to playoffs. His draft... Let me take a look at this real quick. Where is he? Blah, 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 Bill, Bill. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins, 56 bucks. Good pick. Devontae Adams, 47 bucks. Oh my God. Amazing pick. Yeah. Kenyon Drake, 66 bucks. Meh. Meh. Pick. I wouldn't say it was a total disaster, but definitely wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, DeAndre Swift, five bucks. Good little pick. Mm -hmm. Darren Waller, 15 bucks. Great pick. Especially since Kittle and Kelsey and all those other guys are going for like, you know, 30s, 40s. Uh, right. And then that was the $1 gang. Jameson Crowder for a buck. Carson Wentz for a buck. Who cares? John Brown for a buck. John Brown only ended with 65 points in the year. I'm shocked by that. I, was gonna say, I don't think he had a huge year. So TJ Hawkinson for a buck. Ended up being good. Not bad. Not a bad he draft. Later, I think. I'll tell you what, this is actually something that's funny because I've tried this 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 strategy in like, you know, a couple years prior where I'm just like, I'm out on running backs. I'll just get two great wide receivers. It actually worked for Bill. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah, it, that, that would, seldom works. You would think that would work. Like, you think you just, you're eating such a huge number at running back that no matter what you do, a wide receiver is not going to counter it. So. But that Hopkins, that Hopkins on Adams double stack was, was rough. And I'll tell you what. What did Hopkins finish? That's my third seltzer, by the way. Not that anybody's counting. I hope you're on the same pace as me. Um, yeah, I'm four right now. All right, let me... What did Hopkins finish on the year? I mean, we know Adams was one. Yeah, Hopkins probably... I don't know, ten? No, six. Six on the year. Okay. And he, I feel like that's... Like, he had a down year. <laughs> I feel... Yeah. And I feel like it could have been way bigger just because Cliff Kingsbury sucks. But still, unbelievable that strategy actually paid out. I'm, I'm happy to see that that strategy actually worked because it's a strategy, I'd like quite honestly, I look at every single year and I, it's just, it doesn't feel good necessarily when you're in it, but I'm happy to see it actually worked out. Devontae Adams is ridiculous. I can't imagine what he goes for next. You said Adams for 34? 30 fucking $4. No, I'm sorry, 47. 40, 47. 47. 47 for Adams. But even seven, 40, 40, even show $47 for Devontae Adams. Unbelievable. Yeah. And Michael Thomas at 65. Like, I mean, yeah. grand, it's hindsight now, but it's like, 
I don't I remember. I guess Adams was kind of down because everyone was worried about Rodgers at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rodgers looked so, bad. Maybe so. he just went deeper. I don't know. That seems like a huge value. Unbelievable value. Really good picks. And then Waller for, what was it, 12? 12 or 15 or something like that. Fucking shitting me. Oh, my God. Waller gets fucking 15 bucks. He gets fucking 15 targets a game. Bucket target per game. Good good for you. All right. Good job, Bill, on that. Uh, Let's listen to the prediction. See how it mashed up. Looking at this team, I have some concerns. I'll say this. I like his wide receivers, obviously. I like one of his running backs, and I like the chance for one of his. He's got a couple. He's got a couple RB chances here. I, I like the fact that one of those guys will probably hit. Darren Waller, of course, will be just fine. You can roll him out there every year, but he's got a couple holes. His flex position, which is, I mean, obviously flex is a good position. You can move that around. You can get, you can figure some stuff out if you have to with the flex position. So you can stay kind of mobile there, kind of flexible. Um, I will say this is a playoff team. Uh, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm drinking a little bit of the Arizona Kool-Aid. I think, but I mean, this is 100% Arizona dependent. If Arizona is not good for fantasy and they just don't play well, then Bill's got no shot at playoffs. But if they play well, I think Drake, Hopkins, I mean, they have to be good. Those are the two main centerpieces of this offense. I think they have to be good. So I'm going to slate Bill into the playoff pitcher here, and I'm going to rate his team a 7. I think he's got a chance here. I, I really do. I think he makes playoffs. I don't know if it's a championship team. I feel like guys have to stay hot for it to be a championship team, but I like the foundation. I like what he's done here, and I think he's got some options. Excuse me. I think he's got some options to make a little bit of noise this year in the league and maybe get back in the top three for the first time in seven years. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the next guy. Oh, there's my whoosh. Uh... Not bad, right? Yeah, gave me that one too. Ah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that one. Yeah, it worked yeah, out for him. A- the fucking uh, Hopkins on Adams double stack actually worked out. And I'll tell you what. Uh, little known fact: Bill was the least tradey team in our league. Only one trade. He had one. Uh, Joel had two, and then we had Reading Rainbow with three. Vitaly with four. And then a couple at five. It was, it was nice to see everybody trade. As, as long as everybody gets one trade, I feel like good about the league. But still, only one trade this year, so not a whole lot to look at. And it was a one-for-one Hawkinson for David Johnson in early December. So I would say Bill's worst move was not being more active in the trade market. But quite honestly, even so, I talked about Bill with this. I, I wanted to bring in some of the podcast. Um, I don't know if you are aware of this or not, Moto, but if... I'm going to run a hypothetical by you just for a second, right? I beat Bill in round one, 113 to 109. And that was the Lamar Jackson poop game. You with me? Yep. If Lamar Jackson wipes a little longer and I lose to Bill on that last second field goal, in round two, he puts up 137 points, which it beats everybody. So then he's in the championship game. And then the championship game, he, he scored 119 in the latter round, but he was not... Uh, he wasn't updating his roster. He has okay. Jamison Crowder on the bench for 25. He has Miles Gaskin who came back for 31, and he had David Johnson for 27. He would have started uh, like not no bullshit. He would have 100% started Gaskin and Johnson, and would have been plenty of points to win the championship game. <laughs> he started Brashard Perriman because he just wouldn't update his roster. So he puts Gaskin in. That's a 30 point differential. He scores 140, uh, 150 points in the championship game. 
So all so because basically the poop game cost Bill a championship. If if Justin Tucker misses the field goal, I guess he'd still he still probably would have lost because it would have gone to overtime. But if I don't beat Bill for all those random ass things I needed in round one, Bill is our champion this year. Well, I'm glad, that, I'm glad Lamar pooped a little bit longer. <laughs> or didn't poop a little bit longer, I guess. I look at, I was online with him the other night when I was like, just like, you know, kind of like browsing through stuff, you know, whatever, after you beat me. And, uh, and I was looking at it, I was like, holy shit. I was like, Bill, do you realize that you were literally like, you would have had like, just like slam 134, 140 points in, in round two, 150 points in the championship. Like you were slamming the two rounds you need to slam. And it was just because I snuck by that first round that uh, he didn't win the championship. So he was a sea hair close to winning the fucking championship. I couldn't believe it when I when I actually looked at the numbers. So very interesting there. Yeah, that's, I had no idea either. Uh, so best move, Bill. Great draft. Did, did a really, really good job of the draft. Worst move. I don't know. I mean, I would have liked to see more, a little more actors in the trade market, but I can't really say that anything was bad because you were literally... Like, literally one play away from a championship, which, I mean, that's all anybody could I ask think, for. I mean, I guess I think the the worst move, if we have to pick one, would be, like, the Drake aspect. Like, riding him all year. I assume he finished with Drake, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, riding Drake all year, like, seeing that and not trying to make a move. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's easy to say make a move when you got down player. Like, you're not going to get shit for him. And, yeah. But I think something or anything would have been better than Drake. You know, like, and I, I'll tell you what, they were off because I tried to trade for Drake for a lot because you know me, I love to trade for the names that are, are aren't performing, right. and I was on his dick about trading Drake to me because we actually got in a bidding war at draft, and I couldn't go as high as he could go. Uh, I really wanted Drake, and so he could have he could have rate me for him. Thank God it didn't go through, but yeah. So this uh, probably this probably brings up like another draft strategy conversation, but I think there's a lot that revolves around the tight end position. So I'm sitting here thinking like, if you've got Waller and Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, they're both, I think they probably both finished top 10, right? So, in theory, they should both be sought after mm-hmm. for trade bait if you have two of them. But I feel like in our league, even though Jared brought up this year as he thinks it was important for a championship, like, I feel like in our league, Titan is very undervalued. Like, there's three guys, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is kind of like, it's kind of like a rotating defense, right? Like, you just yep. grab the best guy and give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, so, Darren Waller, two on the year. Hawkinson, four. Jesus. And so, yeah, I, I think I, read, I heard something too. I don't know if this is true. I've not vetted this, but I heard on like a podcast or something the other day that Kelsey obviously was number one uh, tight end, but they were yeah. saying that if he was qualified as a wide receiver, he would have been like wide receiver two <laughs> like this year or he would have, or he had more like yards in the best wide receiver or something like that. And so it was it, similar to your point. It was the argument about that if you hammer tight end, it's just such a huge, it's almost like having like an extra position. If you get right. one of those top three or four guys, and so, um, but like at what expense though, right? I mean, that's the draft yeah. strategy. Like in our league, we go so heavy on running back. I don't think you can go heavy on two running backs and heavy tight end and build a team. That'd oh, be tough. So, be where tough. do you cut it? Like, do you go heavy on one running back and either a wide receiver or tight end? Like, then, and that's the part uh, that like, I don't. I know. I still don't have an answer to. Right? Like, I don't understand. Like, I look at some of these teams. I'm like, that's unbelievable. They had those players together. Mm-hmm. And the value of draft versus how they value at the end of the year is obviously way different. But I'm like, you know, have two tight ends in the top five, and you couldn't trade, or you I know, didn't, I know. didn't get an offer enough to trade for 
Kenyon Drake to not be your best running back? And actually, the fact that he traded Hawkinson for David Johnson was massive for me because I barely beat Jared in the next in the next round, and the only reason was because Jared had traded for Hawkinson and Hawkinson sucked and got like point six. Yeah. <laughs> and if he hadn't made that trade, I would have lost. And so it was all just like these amazing sea hair moves that uh, that allowed me to get to where I needed. That's that I will say that's one of the reasons that I feel it doesn't feel good, but I feel a little bit better about getting second because I don't think my second was deserved. And so I'm like, all right, at least the team that was one supposed to one, because really I should probably should have been out in the first round because I did not have yeah. the team do it. But anyway, but yeah, it's funny how it all comes down to that. And I agree with you. I don't know how this changed my draft strategy. Like, I don't know if it's better to spread the money or, or still like, try to get the is, top guys. Is trade bait better than blowing a lot of money on like your starters, right? And just hope that you don't get injured. It's almost like a team by team thing. Cause like, obviously like trade baits better for like a, you or me or Jared or Wingus or somebody like that. But like, it's not better for like a bill who's just not going to make the moves. He's never going to like shop. But it. then look at like Vitz team who doesn't do a lot of trading, but had all the trade bait in the world. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like he builds a team that is very easily trade bait. Like you get one running back on his bench to go off for one week and everyone's all over it. Yeah, that's true. But the, he wants the consistency, right? He wants the depth. He wants those people. He doesn't want to trade for it. Oh, it's hard. So, <laughs> I love auction yeah. draft. Auction draft is so good. It's so good. Well, that's the thing. So it's like, I, you know, I, we'll get to my draft strategy and all that stuff here soon. It was not a successful draft strategy. It ended up okay, but it was a lot of other factors that came into play outside of that. So, like, I still have not figured out how to do a draft strategy for this league yet. I know. All right. So, we're gonna, let's move on to Rob. Let's talk about Rob, the uh, yep. regular season champion this year. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <he>. Got him. <laughs> oh, my God. I think this is a coincidence, but Rob, I should point out, is the man who drafted the most fantasy points this year. Okay. So he finished at the top of the fantasy points. Let's see what he did. Tyreek Hill for 48 bucks. That was a smash play. Aaron Jones, 55 bucks. Yep. That was a good play. Chris Carson, 28 bucks. Probably about, you know, probably a good play. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay, yep. 33 bucks. That was a miss, but, you know, not as no fault of his own. Yep. Melvin Gordon, 21 bucks. That was an annoying play that probably was about market value. Tom mm-hmm. Brady, two bucks. Good pick for two bucks. I know it's QB, but still. Yeah. Uh, Brandon kicks for four bucks. Who cares? And then uh, that was about it. I mean, really, nothing else out there they picked up. Kind of like a like a bit strategy, right? Like yeah, spread it around. Didn't spend more than fifty five bucks on anybody. Depth. Yeah, kind of got his RB. He got three RBs. He went Jones, yeah. Carson, Gordon. Figured he'd lock that down, and then he thought he was going to get uh, Hill and Galladay. So he basically just punted all the other positions. Says I'm going to get five guys at my wide receivers and RBs, and just lock it down. And uh, I mean, hey. Kind of worked. Now, granted, according to the Rogers report, he was the luckiest team in the league by far. Like, I don't think it was close. So, which yeah. is the, probably the most exciting factor on making the playoffs in fantasy football. A hundred percent. A hundred. I mean, you look at some of these teams. Like, is this team yeah. that much better than Turos? Is this no. team better than Rogers? Oh, probably better than Rogers because no. Rogers got snake bit. But like, is this team better than Turos? You know what I mean? Like, it's. So anyway, so I think this kind of goes back to like Aaron Jones is probably the outlier and maybe somebody else, but you know, he basically went like tier two guys mm-hmm. for five starters. Right? It, like actually this didn't is didn't go big it, name. He just went like, you know, off all the 
draft boards and all the breakdowns and stuff, it's like you got tier one, tier two. Like almost every one of his players that you mentioned from the draft was like a tier two, get him for 15 to 20 bucks cheaper than the tier one guys, and then spread it out a little bit further. Is this it? Did you just stumble on Rob's draft strategy where he just crosses off tier one and says, I'm going to hammer tier two because I know we have, you know, three, four, five teams in our league that are going to hammer that tier one? It's very similar to the VIT strategy, right? Like, it is. You don't fall in love. Don't go after the sexy player. Go after the like the value pick and build a team around value picks and hope one of them hits. Interesting. I'm, I'm developing draft strategy as we, as we talk. I just right saw, I'm just, I not thought through any of this. I'm just like, as we're breaking down these teams and I see how people draft, I'm like, wow, okay. I'm like, their draft was better than mine. <laughs> oh, no. they, they had really good players lined up. And I think it's so easy to bail on guys or trade guys or try to find value in something else. Mm-hmm. You just get caught up in the whole game, and then all of a sudden you're trading away guys that have way more value than somebody else, and I, you just get wrapped up in it. But, yeah, I'm sure. sitting here thinking about all this stuff and looking at these names that are getting thrown out for, you know, like Michael Thomas at 65 and Devontae Adams at 47. I'm like, why the fuck did I, end up, why did I not bid 48? I know. Like, <laughs> I know it's so hard. That's the hindsight is twenty twenty thing, and I'll be right. curious. I'll be curious to see how it goes next year too, because I think one thing people are going to forget is that benches were expanded this year. You know, we had right. what seven on the bench, and if we if we crank that back, to, I think we had what six usually or five, but I think we should crank it back to like five. I agree. And if that's the case, all of a sudden Fab comes into play way more, and there's a lot more hot names out there. Because I will say that was one thing that I I severely underestimated this year was how thin waivers was going to be. You know, like it's like every article you read, everything you see, oh check this one because he's only like twenty percent owned, and I'm just like guaranteed he's owned in our league, like a hundred percent. Because first off, we have twelve semi you know, with it people like, there's not one person that's not going to know about like a waiver pickup that needs to be picked up. So you're never going to sneak somebody through. And on top of that, the benches are so long that like anybody who's worth a damn is immediately there. So even just adding like the extra 12 or 24 people into the waiver pool every week, I think will make a big difference. So we'll crank that back. It'll be, I am so interested to see what's going to happen next year, just because I feel like there's so many factors at play from this year. Like first it was COVID season, but on top of that, I feel like, Everybody every year gets better at auction draft and gets. I know we've been doing it for seven years or eight years now, but everybody still gets a little bit better, understands what their strategy is, what they're comfortable with and how other people draft. And then on top of that, the COVID thing kind of throws like a wrench in that like, you know, how much how much stock can you take out of this year with like the additional bench? And you know what I'm trying to say? It's just like it's going to be very interesting yeah. to see how it goes next year. Like, for example, like I have no I like does Travis Hilsky go for 60 bucks next year? Is that a bad I'm, pick? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what it does. But it's funny you said, like, you know, you, everyone's always tweaking their draft strategy. It just made me think of, like, the, the quotes. Like, everyone had a game plan until you got punched in the face. So true. It's like everybody has a game plan when they show up of, like, I'm not I'm not going over 60 bucks for a fucking running back this year. <laughs> so and then true. all of a sudden, like, RB, like, three is at 61. And you're mm-hmm. like, I already lost the top two. Yep. I, the other ones are going to go equally as high. Like, fuck, I got to get in on this one. Mm-hmm. And then you start bidding. All of a sudden, you're paying fucking $78. And you're like, God damn it. I'm already $18, $18 over a budget no matter what. I know. And I got to regroup. And then you're screwed. And you're starting over. God, I love auction draft. I love it's auction good. draft. It's so good, too, because it like it eliminates the need for keepers. Like, if you want somebody, right. just go pay market value. Like, it's fucking, like, it's, you, you want Saquon every year? Go get him. He's yours. Your choice. Nothing standing in your way. Just knock, knock yourself out. 
Oh, anyway. All right. Well, who are we talking about, Rob? <laughs> it's Rob. All right. A little more self. Let's do that. All right. Rob, who is barely a champion, fucking has to blow dust off of it every time he thinks about it. Uh, had a decent draft. I think we can agree. Love is, love is five guys. I see what he did. It was a good job. Let's see how yep. I thought about it in the moment. I love this team. I think this is one of sneakily. I think this is one of the best teams in the league. Sneakily, I wouldn't want to play this team until a couple of these guys get hurt, which is almost a, a guarantee. Uh, and we'll know more about what Brady looks like. But kind of the quick gut reaction is I like what Rob's done here. I like spreading it around. No really glaring holes anywhere. Does it has a, a couple has a couple trade pieces maybe a couple insurance policies you know if somebody goes down like he's got the Aaron Jones back up and uh, I guess technically it's Carlos Hyde the, the Seattle backup he's, he's handcuffed a little bit yeah I, I like what he's done I'm gonna pencil him so we've got three playoff teams and two out of the playoffs Rob in playoffs and this might be the first time I've ever done this especially for sure on the camo mess cast this is a championship caliber team i'm gonna say that right now this is a championship caliber team this is a team that could be that there at the end of the year could be our first place team i mean you look across what he's done he's actually he's he's hit for the cycle in the league one of a few that's done that one in 13 he got second and 17 and he got third and 19. so trending in the wrong direction overall but I do I, I do think I think this could be one of the good teams this year. Fuck that sucks. But I do like it. Rob, good job. I think you're vying for a championship this year. Um barring injury, of course. All, all this is barring injury, but I, I think you've got a good team here. I like what you've done. I like the base. I like the how you spread it around. No glaring holes. Boy, we're gonna have to figure out a way to screw that up. Because I cannot have him have the he can't be the first two time. That'd be terrible for everybody involved, and I don't think anybody in this league wants that. Okay. Anyway, Rob, good job. Championship level team. Let's go ahead and move on to the next team. I mean, spot on. Thank you. Nail on the head. Yep. I love it. Uh, looking at Rob transaction counter, he made he's pretty active. Six trades. He did some stuff. Yep. What do he do here? Uh, Deshaun Jackson for Larry Fitzgerald. Nobody gives a shit about that. Green, Tate, and Godwin for Cooks, Samuel, and Carson. Meh. That's about even, probably. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Eckler, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Sterling Shepard for Williams, Jones, and Green. Mm. Mm. I think that was back when Eckler was hurt, too. Probably. Yeah, that was, because I traded him to to Jared, and then Jared next day shipped him off. Here we go. Here's a a big one. Okay. Between Jared and Gordon Lucko. Jared traded Devontae Booker and Josh Jacobs for Melvin Gordon and Tyreek Hill. I mean, the the Hill-Gordon side of that's better, right? Yeah, I guess when was it during the season? Early October. Gordon missed some games, right? Early October. Yeah, but that was after his DUI or whatever, wasn't it? Allegedly. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so tra- trading, Hill, trading Hill sucked. <laughs> trading Hill was a mistake, I think. He got Jacobs, yeah. but I think trading Hill was a mistake. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and other than that, I mean, there's just really a whole lot of nothing here. A whole lot of nothing here. So, I don't know. It's hard to, hard to say. I think that was your worst move. Trading Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill was a bad move. Um, was he hurt at the time, too? Like a, Tyreek? Cause he, did he miss some time? or No, he, he hasn't missed a game. He's been good all, all year. 
Okay. Has I was thinking he got hurt at some point in time, too. Nope, he's all set. Uh, Jacob's missed some time, though. Yeah, he did. But yeah. But anyway. Booker is like worthless. I mean, he had like, what, two weeks? Booker? No, I think yeah, he Booker was, was terrible. Fuck Booker. What do yeah, you have? Just he like had... a, oh, yeah. Like, so basically, it was Josh Jacobs for Gordon and. Yeah, you're exactly right. He had two weeks. He had a 13-point week and a 20-point week, and other than that, it's been less than three or four every yep. week. So, yeah, he sucked. Uh, interesting. I mean, I think J- uh, Rob had a good year. I mean, <laughs> regular season champ, drafted great, a couple tweaks here and there, didn't lose a trade. You know, I mean, Ty- Tyree Kill was probably a bad move, but still, he got Jacobs back, and he was fine. Uh, Galladay never panned out, of course, but I mean, you can't win them all. You're going to have some of those on your team. I mean, overall, he just he did fine. Fine, fine year, fine year out of Rob. I mean, listen, I can't talk too much shit. I mean, I, I gave you a hard time at the beginning of the podcast about beating you three times. Rob beat me two out of three. Did he really? Thankfully. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he was the other team I played twice. <laughs> and I, I played him in the, the playoffs and beat him oh, to get to the championship. Right. So, thankfully, I, like my one victory was in the playoffs. But you know, I can't really talk shit about a team that beat me twice. Like, yeah. Like, he was a solid draft. I mean, like you said, didn't make a bad move. God, good year, Rob. I, I, I yeah. might say this is Rob's best year. I know he didn't end the money or uh, or anything, but I honestly, I think this is his best year. Like, he he won the first year on kind of a fluke. Like, I feel like I was the bill of the first year because, like, I, I should have beat him and won the championship the first year, but he got lucky. He got by me, and that's all he needed to do. But I would say this is Rob's best year start to finish that he's played, and it just didn't, you know... The I still find it crazy. You said that like the number one seed has never won, right? Never. No. What do we got? The number one seed. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll just I'll just read them off from 2020 going down. Fourth place, second place, second place, third place, second place, third place, third place, fourth place. <laughs> First number one seed has never won this league and the two seed is only one i guess he's won twice but still even so you think between between the first and second seed there's only two champions that have come out of the first and second seed out of eight years that's pretty unbelievable well, especially with the first round by yeah I was saying, it's wild to me and i know we don't like to talk about the leagues but to have a comparison like our, my other league that i'm in we were giving the guy a hard time that was in the championship game because he was the one seed mm-hmm. and the one seed has won since 2013 every year except for one <laughs> And the two seed won the year that the one seed didn't. Oh, my God. So it was like, I mean, to hear the contrast of, like, almost the exact same. I think it is the exact same time frame. Yeah. Like, that it's been almost exclusively number one seed wins. And if it's not one, it's two. And the complete opposite in our league. So it's just, it was mind-blowing when you said that, that, like, the one seed has never pulled it off. So I will say, I think, no offense to your other league. But I think okay. one thing that I, I truly love about our league is like I can't tell you next year who like I might be able to give you like a rough estimate, but like literally any of the twelve people could could potentially win the championship. And I feel like a lot of times like in fantasy leagues you can just like cross off like three teams like immediately like they, oh they're gonna lose they're gonna forget to set their lineup for three weeks or they're gonna have no fucking idea what's going on about the new waiver ad. And I think we've got twelve guys that even like our worst guy who shall remain nameless, still is like up with it enough that in a, like a normal fantasy league, they'd be like middle of the pack. You know what I mean? Like we don't have any Absolutely. like just fucking deadbeat. I, <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And it's like, I feel like that even changes week to week, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm sure if you went back through and listened to all the podcasts of week to week, like one week you thought you were like the best or Wingus was great and he was definitely going to make it. And the next week it's like, oh, he's fucking terrible. He's ever going to make it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, d- like the trades and transactions, like in this league and the movement of players around, it's like no other league I've ever been a part of. So I think that's part of it is like everyone tries to find these little value picks here and there and like what they see as value and shifts so many fucking pieces around during a week that like the highs and lows of all these scores and like the the wins and that's just like there's no predicting it and that everybody has a legit shot i mean i feel like for the past three years it's like everyone's sitting at six and seven or seven and six and trying to figure out like who's in mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's always, like, it always it's comes like down the last these, couple games like, <laughs> yeah it just it's just mind-blowing i mean this is like one of the closest leagues i've ever been a part of of like the teams and differential points and scores and all that shit. Do so you want to guess how many trades we had this year? And granted, I'm not counting. I'm going to, I'm going to divide the total transaction number by two, you know, cause I like a one trade involves two teams. So what do you think? How many trades did we have this year? Um, so I know Jared was, you said Jared was most with 50. Yeah, he had 50. So, so he's involved in 25 of them right off the bat. Yeah. So it's a minimum um, of 25. I'd say it's probably 75. We're 65. Okay. We had 65 trades. And you, I, I, that's the other thing I love about our league is like, you can't tell me another league where literally every single team is going to make at least one trade during the year. But I mean, like, if you're making less than five trades, you're in the bottom half of the league. <laughs> like, right. And five trades is crazy. Like, I was in another league this year, and that trade had, that league had one trade all year, and it was me. And I finally got somebody to trade with me. And it was a terrible trade that I lost, but I was just fucking so bored. <laughs> that was the only thing I could do. And you're talking about we have our league that has 65 trades a year. Unbelievable. Anyway. That's great. All right. Who are we talking about? We just talked about Rob. Rob. Yeah. We're, we're done with You got Rob. a point. You're we're good. done with Rob. I got my point. We're done with Rob. Where are we on to now? Okay. So now we're in our third place. Now we're in the money. Yep. Now we're into the money. And uh, we'll get the drop in. These nuts. <laughs> Got Got <laughs> Our third place team this year, Jared C. Limbach, has never won. You mentioned earlier, has gotten third place for the second time now. 2-0, baby. 2-0. 2-0, undefeated in the third place games. Uh, let's take a look at his draft here. Where is he? Jared. Oh, the win- uh, Side note. I am so happy Midnight Whistler's back. I hated I hated JC Limbach. I hated seeing that name. It doesn't fit him. God, I hate it. All right. Let's listen to his draft. Kyler Murphy. Wow. Kyler Murray. Murphy? 20, yeah, Murphy. <laughs> Kyler Murphy. Kyler Murray, 22 bucks. Good ass pick. Like it. CMC, $90. Yikes. $90 and only had 82 fantasy points on the year. Yikes. Travis Kelsey. That put him at, did that put him like running back like 30? Oh, hold on a second. I'll, I mean, I'll look that up for you. At one point in time, he was like he was like 15 points less than Mike Davis and six games fewer. Yeah, he finished like, as uh, running back 50 on the year and he played okay. three games. <laughs> let, me, let me read you his three games. <laughs> It's God, unbelievable. God it's like 30 it. points he, a game. Why did he not come back? Moto, I was so <laughs> set up. I was so happy. Uh, 27, 23, 32. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. He's still going to be at fucking $90 next year, isn't he? 
At, at least. Mm. It goes up every year. I want him back so bad. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 48 bucks. Probably worth it. Hold on. This is interesting. If Travis Kelsey went for $48 this year, what does he go for next year? Because he's he's not going for less than 48 next year. How did he, I'm just trying to figure out how he has a team after Kyler Murray, CMC, and Kelsey. It wasn't great. It was a lot of $1 guys. That was 160 bucks on three guys. Then he picked yes. up uh, he picked up Landry for ten bucks, and he got AJ yeah. Green for thirteen. Yes. And somehow he finished as the third place team and arguably the second best team in the league. Yeah, that draft is awful, right? That's an awful draft. I mean, I know CMC didn't pan out, but even so, if CMC like that's a terrible draft. CMC Kelsey, enjoy your two guys. Yeah. Uh, Who else? Oh, here here we go. Aaron Rodgers for a bucks. Solid. Golden Tate for two. Who cares about Golden Tate? Nobody gives a shit about Golden Tate. Look at all these guys. That's a terrible draft. He had a terrible draft. I stand by it. It's not good. Had a terrible draft. Uh, Let's listen to the preview. This team sucks. (laughs) I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to. This team's not good. This team... I just don't. I mean, you need Kyler Murray and CMC to be putting up. You need you need Murray, McCaffrey, and Kelsey to be putting up. What sixty points a week? Seventy points a week? I mean, you gotta be you gotta be shooting for over a hundred at least every week to even have a shot to win. So I mean, I mean, Green and Landry are gonna get you a combined fifteen, maybe. I just don't see it. I, don't, I mean, again, it's almost like a Scott team where like one of these guys gets hurt and you are in a world of hurt. Now, we have to preface everything I say about Jared with the you know, preface that this team is not the team he will be starting in week one. I'm already looking at trade opportunities with him. Had a verbal, had an oral, uh, but we'll see if we can get something done on that. Maybe even later tonight. Who knows? But, you know, regardless, I'm sorry, Jared. I'm going to say you're not making playoffs. Hold on. Let me go ahead and tap that in. J-A-R-R-O-D. Jared, you are not making playoffs this year. This is not a playoff team. However, that comes with an asterisk, just like Rob Luck's first year championship, because you will be making a ton of moves. And I do think you are active enough that you can make playoffs. Just because I know you're so active, you're not going to ride these guys. You're going to cycle them out. If something doesn't go bad, it goes bad for a week. Something's not working. You're going to cycle them out and get something that does. I love it. You have some trade pieces here. You can roll some stuff into some nice things. If things break your way, I think you can make playoffs right now. I do not think you make playoffs. Let's go ahead and move on to the next. Oh, boy. Am I back? You're back. Oh, thank God. All right. I'll recap you since you you didn't hear some of that. Did I lose again? Oh, no. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. I think I lost him again. Did I lose you again? Oh, I lost him again. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try back. Everybody hang, hang tight for a second. Just calm down. We're not going to edit this out because if you come this far with us, then you're staying to the end. Hello? Hi. Are you back? Yeah, I heard you last time. I don't know why you couldn't hear me. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Anyway, uh, recap. I said Jared wasn't a playoff team, but put an asterisk on it and said this is not the team that he'll be starting week one with. Yeah, so I caught most of that. Um, still getting a zero yeah. for points. Yeah, I agree. God you damn. were right. Um, obviously, his team <laughs> with 50 trades changed quite a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think you're laughing for the same reason I am because you got the same texts of high 
on Tuesday morning at 7 a.m., and it led to three days of conversation involving 15 different players uh, on each team and led to nothing. I know. I don't know. I don't know what I, I understand. I think I understand what he does for work for the most part. Nothing. But, oh, my God. Like, I'd like to, because I feel like it's a full-time job, you know, you or I talking to him specifically and then you just know yeah. he's doing the same thing with six people at, at least. least at least six people it's like oh my god <laughs> like, what are you doing i don't even know how to like I'm, i can't go back i can't go back through i mean we've talked about his draft his draft sucked his draft Terrible. wasn't good it wasn't a good strategy but i mean even though he got kyler who worked out well and kelsey of course worked out but cmc of course was a bust uh but i can't go through his trades i can't tell you what his best trade was there's too many no so you almost have to it's like impossible. talk like uh, theoretically here. Like his worst move was his draft strategy. Like his every year, his draft strategy is god awful every single year. I've never known him to come out of draft with a team that I thought was like decent. His his draft strategy sucks, and he can't help himself. But yeah, I will say, I think we can say his best move is just how fucking active he is. Because he's like, uh, he's almost like you know, death by a thousand cuts. You know, yep. <laughs> like it's just like. This trade, nah, it's kind of even. He might have want to like wanted just a little bit. Uh, this trade, he lost just a little bit. Like over the course of like fifty trades, all these like little half and nothing trades add up to like he's made his team way fucking better somehow. <laughs> like all right. of a sudden, I mean, like, that's the point. Like over fifty trades, however it looks on paper, he ended up better. Exactly. How he started was god awful, and like. I know he didn't end up with Kyler. I know he didn't end up with CMC. I know he didn't have Kelsey. Mm -hmm. I know he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, I don't think any any team, team anybody on his team ended the season with him. Kyler Murray, no. McCaffrey, no. Kelsey, no. Landry, no. Zerline, no. Green, no. Patriots, D, no. Devontae Parker, no. Baker, no. Rodgers, no. Murray, no. Tate, no. McCoy, Cook, Jackson, no. He didn't end up with anybody. Even, even nobody came back around. I don't think anybody came back right. around to his team. No. But that really is his strategy. He never does it through, through. He always trades his fab away, which I still don't understand. Mm -hmm. But he does every year. Um, but yeah, he just he just like shuffles the deck so much. It's like <laughs> he takes all his cards, throws them in the air, looks at it until he gets like a full house or a royal flush. Just keeps throwing them in the air until <laughs> until something pans out, and it works. And it I'll watch works. like these trades come through, and I'm like, man, that feels so lopsided. Or like a terrible trade yeah. for him, and of course I get the text like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Not great." And then he's already he's already taken those players and promised them to somebody else in exchange for something better. Hey, he's and the, I see the trade come through, and I'm like, "It kind of makes sense for both teams." He's the but, grease guy in the league. We need right? him. Like it's just like all these moves are like predetermined. He's like. And you get it too. You get like, hey, oh, yeah. what do you think about X player? And I look at his roster. I'm like, you didn't fucking have him. Why are you asking me about him? I've, I've agreed like, to trades before without like looking at his roster and then realizing he doesn't even have the person yet. <laughs> I think I had a Cooper Cup trade on the books, like ready to go. I was like, you just go get Cup, and this happens. Like all I gotta do is go get Cup off Joel, and I will 100% trade him for you for this package. Oh, yeah, he's so, great. I mean, good for him. He made all the right moves this year. He did. He did very uh, well. I I really thought probably mid-season that he was going to be the champ. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. He, I mean, he, everything was lining up for him. He kept getting like running back depth, which was 
like second to none. Like going into the playoffs and stuff, I'm like, God, his backfield is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like one guy goes down, he doesn't even care. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he did. So he, I, he did his goal. I thought he had the best shot, and then mm-hmm. I mean, he gets he is third place, solid, two and zero in third place. Yeah, great year. Great. Midnight Whistler back for next year. It's gonna be trade. Maybe we hit, like you know a hundred trades next year total. So we'll figure it out. God, I just like I just don't have the time to do a strategy. Like I don't have the time to try to win. You know, you know, fifteen of my twenty five trades and know no. that like you know I'll come out on top in the. I just don't have time to do it. But like. It's funny because it just it works. So fed up, it works. And I'm like, I'm tired of reading these names. I don't even want to. I, I don't even want this trade because I don't even want to think through it. <laughs> like I've seen this fucking name pop up five times in a row. Uh, it's very obvious you don't want them. I don't know if I want them either. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, good for him. Good for him. It worked out. Hey, you I mean, it, the strategy works. I mean, proof is in the pudding. The strategy works. It's great for the league, of course, but I mean, it really does work. If you just outwork people, like you'll you'll be fine. But I think his de- his big downfall is the his lack of like waiver wire. I don't. I, I've never gotten to the bot. We should ask him about it and actually like you know get a couple beers in him and ask him like why are you so against the waiver process? Like why? I don't understand. Like why? Like why are you trading all your fab for Corey Davis or Sony Michelle before the season starts? Like it makes no sense. <laughs> like, well, I think his his biggest downfall is is ADD. Yeah. Because he can't help himself. If somebody wants to talk to him about a trade, he will engage. Mm-hmm. He and will. then it will turn into something way different than the initial, but mm-hmm. it will turn into a conversation where he's trading something to somebody and it's like he just can't help himself. He can't. So he can't. He could have the perfect team on paper, and he's like, you know what? I kind of want to get rid of everyone. I don't want to blow it up until he got those three <laughs> running backs, and then he couldn't fucking touch them with a ten foot pole. He knew he knew where his bread and butter was. He locked those guys down real quick. He wouldn't oh. he wouldn't fucking move them. It got to the point where I'll send him trades that I would not do, but I was just like curious to see what, <laughs> like if I could shake one out of the tree, and it wouldn't even happen. I was like, all right, like I'm, he's locked he's locked them in. Anyway, yeah. all right, Jared, good job. Congratulations, on third place. Uh, love you. You're important for the league. Let's go love on you, to bud. our uh, our next next guy. Can't wait for the whistler. <laughs> oh, so happy the whistler's back. <laughs> love the name change. <laughs> Do we think the whistler gets on the trophy at some point? As the whistler, not a chance. As the, oh, I think it does. I think it does. I feel like it's one of those things. It's just like crazy enough to work. Like, like one of those years. I think years. the Whistler is crazy enough that he never wants to win. He just wants to be the grease guy. And then when mm-hmm. he wants to try to win and make a run at it, to try to offset some other bets that he may have lost or won. True. Board, Jared C. Limbach slides in. There you go. Could Comes be. in, wins some money, slides back out. Could be. All right. Our next team, second place team, yours truly, Maine. Here was his draft. Uh, Chris Godwin, forty-two bucks. Yikes. Cooper Cup, twenty-six bucks. Okay. Austin Eckler, forty-three bucks. Yikes. DJ Chark, fifteen bucks. Yikes. Julio Jones, thirty-eight bucks. Which actually is funny. Julio Jones ended with less points than on the year than DJ Chark, which seems weird. Really? Yeah. I know. One twenty-seven to one twenty. Uh, wow. Evan Ingram, six bucks. David Montgomery, eight bucks. Oh, I wish I had him back. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, six bucks. That was great. J.K. Dobbins, three bucks. Like that's huge. I mean, yeah. I mean, like the story of my draft was I missed 
on so many fucking i missed on godwin i missed on cup i tried to i'd like i literally did my best to spread it around 42 26 yep. 43 15 38 and like i just couldn't like none of those guys really panned out godwin didn't pan out jones didn't pan out shark didn't pan out cup didn't pan out eckler got hurt like i really had a shit draft <laughs> like in hindsight well, I don't so much they didn't like pan out it's like they all didn't pan out in the same week right like True. god would have a week cup would miss eckler was good for a couple weeks then was gone for 10 mm-hmm. shark would you know disappear for two weeks and that'd be the weeks that julio would go off and julio disappoint like disappear for mm-hmm. two weeks for the hamstring and shark would be back so it's like all these guys are like relative like i would assume top 25 top 30 players at their position mm-hmm for the most part, and they just like never hit on the same week, or I think, consistently hit on the same week. I think the thing that saved me was I did well at the end. So I got Montgomery for eight. He ended up with two hundred fourteen points. That's great. I Dude. got uh, Antonio Gibson for two bucks, one hundred seventy five points. You know, I feel I feel like I hit on a couple of guys late, and I was able to package him and move him over to Wingus, which made a huge difference because I know Wingus's yeah. kryptonite is fucking, you know, young studs. So loves him. Not great. Let's hear what I said uh, after my draft. So, my team, I think, makes playoffs. I think I'm like a fourth seed, fifth seed type thing. I am not in a position to win a championship. I am not vying for a championship right now, but I definitely think I'm good enough to get in playoffs with the guys I have in place. Of course, there will be some trading going on. Okay, so we've run it down. For a quick recap, my playoff teams, Bill, Minot, Rob, Turo, Vit, Maine. I think Vit is the odds-on favorite to win the league, and I think the player who's going to play is basically just going to be whoever gets the seeding, gets hot, uh, but I definitely think Vit is by far the runaway favorite to win the league. No playoffs this year. Scott, Jared, Rogers, Moto, Joel, and Wingus. Sorry about you. Come back next year, and uh, good luck. Could have cut that a little earlier. Didn't didn't realize didn't realize that extra stuff in there. I mean, I gotta give myself a point for that one, right? Fourth, fifth place, I ended in third. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll give you. I just is it like foreshadowing for the next like person up that you wanted to include that? Mm, could have been. Could have been. I don't. Want to, the next one. Next one doesn't. Because it's gonna good. get real weird in the next one. So yeah, I'll give you a point on this one. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. I, I think you were spot on. I think you made the right moves. I think. You know, your CMC trade obviously didn't pan out, but everyone thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that had worked out, I think you win the championship. I will say that. Because- I, I think I did everything. I think I, like, I don't look at a move that I made, except maybe, like, my early trade with Wingus when I traded Montgomery and Gibson and Dobbins and all those guys. Like, of course, you know, right. hindsight. But at the time, I was like, I got to take these points. But, like, I felt like I put myself in the right position. I had Thomas. I had, you know, Julio. I had CMC. All I had to do was get healthy for, like, the last two weeks. Their matchups were good. Like, I felt like I got there. And then just it just it just didn't come together. <laughs> I just yeah, well, I feel like you took the biggest risk, right? Like you had enough success early on, like mm-hmm. the first third of the year, where you felt like you could take a risk for the second third, mm-hmm. and then hopefully those guys start getting healthy for the last, you know, three four games into the playoffs, and all of a sudden your team looks incredible going into the playoffs as opposed to what it was day one or you know week six or whatever, like when you were battling all these injuries like you just kind of fought through it and tried to take a risk on a few guys and unfortunately thomas and 
CMC never panned out. So. I know. And even Julio's like, Julio's fucking yeah. nagging hamstring fucking killed me too. You know, I'm starting Russell Gage yeah, instead of Julio. Like, just fucking. And the, I felt like that was really the hidden secret between like our championship game. Like, because if Julio plays, not only do I get the bump above, you know, Gage versus Julio, but also it, it knocks Ridley down like a, a notch, you know? So it's like. Yeah. Our, you know, that's the weird thing is like, I don't know if it does. Like, oh, for Jared sure it does. Come on. It has to. I mean, look at Ridley was up there no matter I what. I know. He was like number one wide receiver like six weeks in or whatever it was. Yeah, Ridley right. was good. So You're right. You're I right. Think, and, and Jared asked me, I think I don't think it was our matchup. It was probably the week before. He was asking me about <clears throat> whether or not Julio being in a mattered to Ridley. And I said, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm like, I'm almost like in my mind, like a most partial uh, Julio being in because at least it keeps the safety honest like you can't just ride on Ridley's side or like go over the top true. to prevent anything deep like you have to respect Julio enough that you can't double cover Ridley so do, I think kind of balance it out do I win the championship matchup if Julio plays Russell no. Gage got 4.3 and I lost I mean, by I don't want to admit that but no it doesn't matter who didn't play I won yeah that's true okay good point all right so I get a point for that let's move on to the one we've all been waiting for. And it's a big zero. I can tell you that much right now. Got it. All right. First place, new champion. Diluting the pool. Fucking championship feels stale as fuck now. Everybody's got one. It's like fucking having a car. Big deal. Uh, well, listen, let's not downplay the championship. Everybody's got one now. Uh, there's four teams that don't have one. So... Whatever. Yeah, so just, you know, it's fine. Like, I've been waiting for this. Like, I knew it was my time. I felt it was coming. I saw you as my opponent. I'm like, done. <laughs> Got this. Game, set, match. And, and I can't tell you how excited I am to see what clips you decided to pull from the post-draft evaluation of my team. Because I took the time to go through it, and I texted you yesterday about it. Mm-hmm. You didn't have nice things to say. <laughs> and I decided to write, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven different quotes from the <laughs> post-draft evaluation that came from your mouth about my team. And I'd love to hear what you decided out of those eleven quotes, which ones you wanted to include in the minute clip. So I don't know. I can't. All I did was go to the spot where I talk about the end. But we'll, we'll play it in a second. Uh, all right. So your draft, Kamara, seventy-eight bucks. Ceh, seventy-six bucks. Open, open book, closed book. That's about was your entire draft. <clears throat> Gronkowski, four bucks. Singletary, nine. Who cares? Edelman, seven. Miss. Ridley, eleven. Great fucking pick. Ridley, I feel like saved you between the Ridley and McLaren for eleven and six respectively. Were two massive picks, which I really think Thank helped you. you in a lot of a lot of ways. At the moment, Thank didn't you. look great, but a hundred percent hitting on those two guys was so important when you spent a hundred and fifty-four dollars on Kamara and Edwards. Let's listen to what I had to say about our twenty about our twenty twenty champion. I'm gonna say this is not a playoff team. <laughs> I just I just don't know. I'm filling in right now. I'm filling in right now. I do not like this team. I think this is, a, again, the, the, Rogers' team's a little bit different than Moto's team, but I think what happens to Moto is he's not, he's not, <laughs> Rogers is gonna be chasing 
the record. He's going to be chasing always that win, trying to get his record back up into playoff potential. Moto's going to be chasing like his his roster. I feel like Moto's got one of those teams where he's always going to be like, as soon as one of these guys goes down, he's always going to have like a glaring hole in his roster, be trying to chase how to fill that hole and never totally be able to get it done. And as soon as he fills one hole, another hole pops up. I just feel like this team isn't going to gel. It's not going to come together and he's going to miss playoffs. Unfortunately, it's what happens. I pencil you in. No playoffs for Moto. He's the fourth player to miss playoffs this year. Let's go ahead and move on to team number five. Listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. In my defense, you stayed pretty healthy this year. Kamara sure, didn't miss I a did. game. CH didn't miss games until like last week. Like he was healthy. Ridley was healthy. McLaren was healthy. Like you, you, you. As far as draft capital goes, you did not get snake bit by the injury like a Joel or a Rogers or, or a team like that. Sure. So, so far, so good on that. Would you like to yeah, bring no, up some of these other that. quotes? I'd love to hear some of these other quotes because I didn't play the whole clip of, of my recap of your... <laughs> well, I think my favorite is... Uh, I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm going to lay this out there real quick. It ain't great. <laughs> that, was, that was the initial start to my uh, draft strategy, well, the entire thing. It, it's fine. And as much as I'd love to bust your balls about all this, if you took my team at draft... It wasn't great. No, thank you. It, you made some bad points. You made some good points. Mm-hmm. And I made some adjustments, right? I mean, obviously, like, the elephant in the room and all this is that if Robinson was not picked up for $12, I wouldn't have even made the playoffs. That's true. That was 100% by far your best move. Although, I will say, a good trade you made was uh, with the Whistler like before September, August 30th, trading Julian Edelman and Drew Locke for Aaron Rodgers and Jerry Judy. That was a smash play for you. Huge. That was big. Um, what else did you have here? Boy, Edelman got shipped around a bunch, but you know nothing yep. really there. I mean, it was really the Robinson thing and getting a, a, a Aaron Rodgers, I think, were your two massive, well, massive moves. Late for me getting Rojo, too. I only need him for like one week, but I mean, he yeah. was a huge song for me. Um, I think... I was in a bad QB spot. I think I, I had to look back at the draft, but I'm pretty sure I had Jimmy G and Drew Locke. You did. Not great. You did. Um, so I traded early for Rodgers. Huge. Mm-hmm. Kamara was solid all year. Robinson for the waiver wire pickup. Massive. I mean, I, in all honesty, I overpaid for CEH. I think he ended up like running back 18 on the year. Yeah, only 158 points. Yeah, not good. 76 bucks is a lot. But then I made up for it with Ridley. I made $11 for a wide receiver four. That's huge. I mean, it just kind of worked out. Like, even like the CEH thing, even though he wasn't like great week to week, I mean, he had a couple weeks where he definitely won you a week. Well, and I thought CEH was going to be my RB2, and then I was trying to fight for what my flex is going to be, which I think was originally, um, uh, what's the kid in Buffalo? Singletary. Singletary. Yep. Was originally going to be the the flex, and obviously he was dog shit all year. Yep. So it was nice to have Robinson hit, and then CEH and flex. Obviously, seventy six bucks for a flex is not great, but it worked out right. <laughs> Still, no, and even like you had T Higgins, so you're able to shop around to Wingus eventually and stuff, and like that yeah. worked out well. And the, your tight end never hit; you never really had a good tight end, but still, like it just worked out well. Like the pieces fell in place. 
I'll say that the yeah. pieces fell in place. You avoid the injury. The Robinson was huge, and getting Aaron Rodgers was like unbelievably massive. You just made, and the best part about the Rodgers thing too is that trade was early, like August thirtieth. So you got like an entire. Yeah. You might as well drafted him. Got the entire season. Right. Like between those two moves, the Aaron Rodgers, the the James Robinson, and then also just staying healthy. And then of course the Kamara Christmas game. But what are you going to do about that? You know, even what if, you do about- even if Kamara goes for forty, I win. Do you realize that if Kamara goes for forty points, <laughs> I win? <laughs> if I had told you Christmas, if I was like, I will guarantee you Kamara goes for forty. Will you take that right now? <laughs> like, All day. Yeah. God damn it! What but I, do? I also like. I think that you need to like get in my head for the Christmas week because I made eight moves yeah, from I do. the twenty third until Sunday at noon, whatever the. I mean, yeah. I was a mess. That COVID will I, get like, you. That COVID will get you. I had Wingus. Wingus, we were online talking about it, and Wingus was like, "What is Moto doing?" He's like, "Why is he starting these men?" And he's like, "Why didn't he get like Myers or blah blah blah?" He's like, "If," and Wingus actually, I'll I'll bust him out right now. He's like, "Bull prediction." He's like, "Wingus, uh, Moto doesn't break 110 points this week." He's like, "Even with Kamara's 55, with these guys he's starting, I don't think he breaks 110 points." He had yeah, no he faith. He gave in me you. a lot of shit about Bowden. He was like, why the fuck did you think that Bowden was a good start? I thought it made sense as long as Gaskin was out. As soon as Gaskin was in, and I thought, like, no way, you can't do, you can't start Bowden. Well, at the time, I was in a bad spot. I was already starting Edo Smith, right, which is <laughs> not a good move. Uh, Higgins was out. Oh, what I had lost everybody else, and I didn't have any. Like, I picked up Jacoby Myers and Marvin Hall on Sunday morning. Yeah. So, I'm like, in my mind, I have a guy that can take snaps at running back. Also gets like six, seven targets to the wide receiver. Like at mm-hmm. least it's some sort of volume that I can get on a Saturday night without relying on who I pick up Sunday morning. And yeah. Hopefully I get something. You know, it's like I agree with that. Yeah, like at that point you're just looking for floor. You're not looking for pop. Right. You're just looking like I need give me give me six points, everybody. That's all. Like I need. you know, Bowden had been getting like eight touches a game, and I'm like, well, yeah. it's probably than Jay, better than Jalen Reger. Or Jacoby Myers or Marvin Hall. I'm like, no, I got it. something. Like, not good. I got it. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Do I have a crying? Hold on. Oh, I got a crying baby. Okay. We're going to have to cut this a little short. But we got through all the teams. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I really am. The right team won. I can honestly say that. I mean, like I said, I mean, Bill, like, I, I did not deserve to be where I was. Uh, but still, I was happy to make it a game. I was really worried it was going to be the type of thing I lose by like 60 points, and it just wasn't fun. So at least it was fun in a weird, like, you know, sadomasochist way. Is that right? Sadom- sadomasochist? Whatever. Like a torture way. Um, took years off my life, but congratulations on your victory. I like to act like you don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. You know, I, just like I don't know what neuro massage is. Never heard of it before in my life. <laughs> wouldn't, would, definitely wouldn't want to partake in one someday. No, it's fine. I, I might have <laughs> judge what you and Hannah decide to do. <laughs> All right, everybody. That wraps it up for the end of season mess cast. We will get our audio shit figured out and uh, probably do some off-season ones. And I'm going to do mess cast at draft next year, which will be fun. So anyway, thanks for being here, Moto. Talk to you, everybody later. Great catch, homie.